Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. Today, we have a very special, special, special guest. Mr. Bill Weiss is with us. How are you, dude? I'm well, dudes. Thanks Bro. for having me. Thank yes. you Hell for yeah. coming and wearing clothes. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> you, bro. It's by law now. It's right. <laughs> You're, you have to wear clothing yeah. out in public. Yeah. Right, right, right. I would say I have an ankle bracelet, but it's somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why, well, how are you doing, first of all? You good? Yep. Yeah, man. Just moving along, going through the uh, same weirdness as everyone else. But, you know, skateboarding always finds a way to do what it does. So good. Mm, Definitely. Have you been skating all lately? Uh, A little bit. I I went uh, to the barracks the other day. They were, we were working on something for madness and I, I skated both days and a day after I felt like I'd been put in a sack and beaten with bats. You have, <laughs> you have no idea. I, you have no idea. I, bro. I was like, wow. Dude, the thing I love about you though is that like even you might not skate for a while, you go hard. Yes. You like do. you slam and you get back up and you fire it up, dude. <laughs> it's 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 weird. Some days some days I can skate and it stuff works and other days it's like it looks like I've never had a skateboard in my life. Trust like me, I can't yeah. do a manual on a two-inch thing. Yeah, I don't even know if I could do that on a good thing. I'm, uh, I'm the same way though. I we were just well, I was telling we were, on the other episode. We were, me and Kelly played the Battle of the Barracks, bro. It was like that. It looked like I never skated before in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and 20 minutes in, I was fucking in pain yeah it, my whole leg it is definitely not like riding a bike at all no, no. <laughs> well because i, I like I, I skate the curbs and you know do this stuff so you know doing playing in a game of skate is fucking dude difficult. that's hot yeah there's a lot going on it's a there. lot mm-hmm. like yeah. catch me on a flip trick nowadays is rare but it's it's yeah it's a tall tall task yeah would you rather man. try if and it might be a silly question would you rather try a flip trick on flat ground or on transition uh, probably flat ground. Oh, okay. I, my vertical leap and <laughs> conscious to my feet is not really there anymore. So, but I do film a lot of that stuff and just cause it's so bad. Yeah. I want people to see it. Like, <laughs> you want to see something bad and horribly disgusting. All my flip tricks like have the worst flair. Like I was pre the kick your foot out. Like yep. it was just whatever and land back on the board was the eighties that I'm part of. So when I see it, I'm just like, in my mind, it's like costume. It's like, beautiful. <laughs> right. Then when I see it, I'm like, my feet are over my head. Like I'm doing a back scratcher on skis. It's disgusting. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I love it. But it, listen, uh, the reason why I you know, was asking about clothes, because let's talk about that. We have to start off with the nude 540s. What's going on? You're kind of infamous for the nude 540. I mean... Yeah, staple. 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 Yeah. It was. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of. Where did it start? Where let's. It go, was let's... like a joke that um, <laughs> basically I was at a contest, an NSAM contest. I think it was in '89 in Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, this started back in the '80s. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and we were just wasted skating the ramp, partying at the skate park, and it was just about to start raining, and everyone's like, "Oh, you should do a 540," and I was pretty hammered, so I, I like <laughs> just took my shit off and did one, and it worked first try, and they're like, "Whoa." like whatever and then we kept partying and no one thought about it again mm. <laughs> okay um, no one documented it 
No. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone even had a camera back yeah, then. Yeah, you had the big ass yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. cameras. Yeah. That was very and those rare. were rare, yeah. if any. Yeah. But so right after that, um, I got on Dogtown and they hit me up and they were like, oh, we're going to give you an ad in Thrasher. So, you know, you got a month or something. Okay. And at the time, 540s were more of like a pro thing and, and pros kind of made a big deal of it. And they weren't a big, they just weren't that big of a deal to me for whatever reason. So I thought it'd be funny just to sort of mock it and do it. And, you know, sure enough, I did it. And there was an ad, it was like, said the bare essentials <laughs> in people naked, like spelling letters. And that was that. That was kind of my first like into the thing, even though, I, I don't know. So for Dogtown. Yeah. Who so, shot the so, Who shot the sequence? Was it a sequence or a photo? Uh, it was a photo. Okay. Um, and, you know, it definitely, it was, people were like, what the fuck is going on here? But um, shortly after that, you know, uh, it was right when I was, I, I left Dogtown, I was riding for H Street, but um, Vert, like, died overnight. So right as I was about to turn pro, Vert just dies, and, like, the industry was, like, like whoever was just prepping me like, oh, this is going to be your shape and your graphic or, you know, what do you need was like, like no phone calls, wow. throwing out like dirty toilet paper, like zero. You're just done. That is so insane. And it, it was not like isolated. It was everybody that was a vert skater was like, and everyone was like, dude, what just happened? You know, and it was super weird. And, you know, from I'm sure from Tony Hawk to whoever felt it because mm -hmm. they were on top. And the next thing you know, it's like totally unsellable streets coming in, you know. Um, but the way it happened was super bizarre. So after that, I was kind of like, you know, I that trick alone covered me for a decade. You know, <laughs> through all the big brother or whatever, like anywhere we'd go and there would be some beers and a vert ramp. It was kind of like a given that <laughs> everybody's waiting, you know, and it, it happens so many times on so many continents. Like it's ridiculous. But again, if you can only do one trick, do it naked. Because <laughs> it definitely, I definitely was there for a few of those. That's for really? Sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. you saw it live. I did. Yeah. Wait, what, would, what, would, what would go down? Would you just be standing up on the deck undressing or would you undress below, walk up the stairs? Was it, did you make it a whole thing or what was it? Well, no, I mean that part, I mean, Again, like a championship fighter coming like, in for the, you know. <laughs> when I when I think about it from that perspective, it's like, you know, we could be at Slam City Gym when it's at its biggest, and you're sitting there and like Duffy or someone's like, dude, and you're like, nah. And a couple of years <laughs> yeah. later, it starts to sound like a good idea, and you know, it, it all kind of happens, and you know, there's people like, whoa, dude, like what's happening? You know, they have no idea who I am, why I'm standing. <laughs> but you next can't to help naked. but look. You're like. I know. <laughs> And it's like, I've never seen so many people be so entertained. It, if you fall, totally entertaining. <laughs> sure. If it works, totally entertaining. The only thing I ever really felt bad about was like the person that's just working to check bands. And I'm like, yo. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, you know, and whatever. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> how, it's, many, how many times do you think you've done it? Naked. Probably way too many. I'd say at least 20. At least, wow. yeah. I, like you said, all over the world. It's, you know, one time we were in Amsterdam. I think I was with you guys. I don't know if, were you on the trip? Which with, one? It's like 95 or 96, Sheffy with the saxophone. <laughs> oh my God, dude, there's been so but, many Sheffies with the saxophone. So <laughs> we were at that 
ramp in the park with the mini ramp and the graf- near the Van Gogh place. With graffiti, was there graffiti? Yeah, it was, yes. Yeah. Yes. So I I just remember because I was in England. It was I think the first Tom Penny year, and I just went solo. And I remember I was at the train station going to Hook Van Holland or somewhere where you catch the boat. Right. And I was by myself. I had like three boxes of boards, and I remember Rick was like like looking at me, and then he's like what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, you're going to Holland, right? Or to Amsterdam? I'm like, yeah. He's like looking at all you guys. He's like, who wants to, should we take him? And then everyone's like, and he's like, who wants the room with Weiss? And Costum's like, oh I'll God, take man. him. No way. This is our fish big trip. Yeah. yeah. So I went with you guys. Yeah. Thank goodness. And you know, whatever. So when we were at that ramp. I remember <laughs> I did a nude five yeah. and, uh, this dude came up to me. He's like, hey, man, come here. And I'm like, what? No, I'm good. And he's like, no, come on, come on. I was like, dude, I'm in Amsterdam. This is kind of weird. But I was like, what's up? And he brought me to this green van. And I was like, dude, I'm not getting in your van. He's like, no, no, it's for you. And he opened it. It was a Heineken van. It's filled with beer. And I was like, <laughs> dude. And he's like, for you, for that. And I just told him. I was like, dude, it was sick. Everybody, everybody <laughs> hey, there's beers. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> grab a beer. He worked for Heineken and he hooked it up. Damn. So you kind of so got good. sponsored that day for the For a day, for yeah. The, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. A couple 12 um, Still doing the nude 5-4? When was the last? No. When uh, was the... Two th- 2007 for Rob's show. Robin Big. Mm. Oh, wow. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He Almost was 15 years here. Shit. Yeah. I know. We're due for another Time one. Time flies when you're wearing clothes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, Rob, it was like, oh, you got to do this. And I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know if I can, you know? And uh, then Tremaine was there and he's like, dude, it'd be so sick. We're going to throw the money out. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like, you guys realize like there's a hundred percent chance this isn't going to work at all. hundred percent chance. So then I think it boiled down to them just saying, like, oh, what do you need to do it? And I was like, I don't know. I want a nice robe. I want a 12-pack on ice. I need some headphones. And like, dude. And I remember I just sat in the parking lot and, and drank some beers. And uh, by getting by ready yourself, for it. Like yeah. in, the, in the robe. Well, I hadn't skated at Prepping. all. Yeah. You know, so then I had James Craig on, like, towel duty in case it didn't work. And I remember I got up there, and there's so many people there, dude. I was like, fuck. And I dropped in, and I'm not, like, doing airs into this. I'm doing power kick turns for, like, you know. And I remember (laughs) I did, like, I did, like, 16 of them, and I looked at James. I'm like, and he's like, no, don't pop out. And I remember I, like, pumped so hard and tried it, and it just worked first try. And, like, I just remember looking and just seeing money showering and the entire crowd just like jumped on the ramp. It was crazy, dude. And then, uh, yeah, but it just happened to work. And, you know, that's why these things are here in these brown Mumfords. Those are the yeah, globes. Okay. That was, wow. those were the shoes. Those are like a skin colored type of a. Every yeah. time I see them, I just laugh. I'm like. Why are these still in the garage? Oh. <laughs> so those were the shoes, the last, oh the last goodness. one you did. Yeah, yeah. Would you wear so socks good. or? I definitely had some tube socks on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah, and it, uh, a Yankees hat. I think. Mm. Okay. Have you ever done it sober? Nude? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no, there's work. always a couple cores involved. Yeah. Is there a time where so. you slam and you? Oh yeah. Don't. Yeah. There's yeah there is, dude. There's been some like four or five real slams to make like in vancouver one year i you name it whip out 
body slam and you know like you're bleeding and you're getting masonite burns yeah. and it's like oh. not fun it's not really funny especially to me at that point yeah. but you're kind of like whatever and then you know it, it finally worked and yeah i did drive home one time from vancouver like on one ass cheek because my pants were like completely adhered to my leg. Oh, Damn, I mean, you're, yeah, you're getting masonite burns where nobody gets masonite. Yeah, burns. next yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, thank God I never caught a screw, but it's enough of that. No, so thanks. you retired it. We're not going to see it ever again. I certainly hope not. Okay. I think there was uh, a bid of twenty grand or something, maybe. But oh, what wow. yeah. for you to land it or just to do or just it? try it? I get what paid we... for the attempt. Okay. <laughs> Like I'm not, dude. If that could just not work, it's That's yeah. Pretty Wait, someone someone told you? Yeah, you, there's twenty grand possibility. That's a who's who? I would. Yeah, I was talking to the Jenkum guys, and he asked what it would take, and I said something. I mean, I, the running joke was ten in cash, but I think twenties. No, oh, we can make that reasonable. get up there, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 sure. Start Especially if people get like donating. Yeah, we'll start a crowdfundme. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Awkward yeah. contribution, and how do I write this off? Yeah, <laughs> nude five point. for me? But anything to get the My kids service. gifts for Christmas, you know. Fuck yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's go! Yeah, I love it. You show uh, your kids that? If you say, "Hey, this is like," this. oh, they know. There's no. <laughs> they, they, they how old, how old are they? Um, I have two daughters, Lexi and Lila. Lexi just turned fourteen, and Lila's eleven. Okay, so they're okay. so they are vast. They've, been, they're fully, they've googled you, watched yeah, your videos. They, nude 540 they've been out up. in the streets with me like uh since they were little you know i take them filming and you know they, they're like filming with me or they're skating or they're throwing rocks at people skating the rail i'm like don't do that <laughs> the cops will show up and i'll grab their hand i'll be like there's some crazy dudes skating in there <laughs> <laughs> but they've they've definitely familiar with all that and my friends and yeah, I was dude. just about to ask though, what, are, the, are the new 540s on YouTube? Because it's nudity, so I don't know if they would be on there. Um, I'm sure, like, there's maybe blurred out stuff. It has. Well, to be. I know. Where, some, like, where did these? I live? always thought about that. Some guy at Forum once, his intern is like, "Okay, we got this clip. We need you to blur this out. Blur right, at frame by frame." frame. <laughs> and that's the guy's so week. Hard. Oh wow! Because yeah. you want to do some of the power kick turns too. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of power. <laughs> it, rarely do I just drop in and execute first. Why power the kick. power kick turns out? You just can't do the airs like, like I don't, you dude. Wanna... I don't know if I can even do airs anymore. I think that, uh, and then a fifty-fifty mm. is perfectly named because you know when you're young, <laughs> uh, they never don't work. As you get older, perfectly named for the trick. It's a fifty-fifty chance. <laughs> roll of the dice. Like I've slammed doing them. I'm like, what? But that's that's what happens when you get old. No doubt, dude. Okay. And, you, and you're not doing it as much. Right. Well, right. it's... You know what I mean? It's so a like, combination of both. Yeah. When you skate a lot, obviously, repetition is key and things are grooving and flowing. When you don't, it's like, whoa. I no doubt. It's right. frightening. Yes. Yeah. No. It's I, super fun, but it, it will totally. beat you down. I go no through doubt. the same thing. I mean, we're so busy here doing this show. Talk about skating. We're always watching skating, doing this. And sometimes the last thing I want to do is go skating, right? And so when I do go skating... Especially when we're, you know, flipping yeah. our boards at the. <laughs> it was. It's crazy. It's crazy how your body atrophies almost, dude. It's fucking yeah. nuts. And, and then you know, you see, you know, obviously some of the guys that I grew up on or looked up to are still going hard, and I almost feel like 
a lot of them have been able to skate the whole time, so that's mm-hmm. got to work in your favor. Definitely. Right? Because it's just, like, For sure. tuned up. And yeah. if you, like, like I said, like, dude, skateboarding is frightening at this stage. Totally. Yeah. Eric, just when you just mentioned Eric Austin, he's still dude. ripping. And Guy. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I trip out Tony Hoxel skating vert. Dude, he's yeah. never yeah. stopped pushing, yeah. period. Yeah. yeah. And he, he, don't, does, he don't even stretch. He doesn't even stretch or Dude, warm up. Like, he just goes right into it. But again, I think like, you know, A, he's one of the most gifted skaters of all time. But For sure. he was always so down to skate. He had his ramp or he'd find one. He always like he. Yeah, I, I watch his stuff and I'm like, dude, it's insane how totally. good he is. He, I think he's better than he was. And that doesn't even make sense. I mean, it's like Chris Miller. Right. Mm. I saw him. I go to the combi thing when they do it purely to watch him skate. And I sit there and I'm like, how has this guy gotten better? Oh, he's better? still going hard Dude, in the paint. I love it. Better than I can remember. That's so rad. And it's just like, wow, dude. Yeah. Damn. Sometimes, you know. You know, and obviously depending on how much you skate or the age of someone, you know, like it, – it's more just cruising around, but those guys are going straight no, up. Really, mm-hmm. yeah. definitely. I mean, it inspires me straight yeah. up. I think yeah, about yeah. that shit. I'm like, damn, they're like out there. Salva, you, dude, mm. terrorizes pools, right, dude? And it's like this stuff. You know, it, it just blows my mind, man. Like he skates so much at his age, and it's it's like, I think with that, like uh, being around skateboarding, like you said, like you, definitely, it's a love hate relationship, you know. And it's like for me. I've been immersed in it my whole life, but it was like the guys that raised me that, you know, take time out of their work year to do a vacation with all their friends. And they come out to Cali. They said 14 people in two hotel rooms. They hit three <laughs> things a day that like made me want to skate again. Sure. Like yeah. it totally inspires me. They don't gotten a free package in their life. Yeah. <laughs> they actually love skateboarding. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And totally. to me, it's just, I think it's so genuine and so rad. It like helps compass like, what it's all about in the first place you know Dude, totally because it's easy to if you're yeah it's, it's you can get caught up real easy yeah industry will yeah definitely mm-hmm. you know it's totally. like a fucking pirate ship with no captain it's, it's rough <laughs> no doubt because you you do all the blind stuff now like team manager yep. what's your like official are you just team manager or brand manager I do, how, how does that uh, work brand manager for blind and madness oh, madness yeah. i created but blind obviously i took on uh 2003 i believe okay right okay. very different time um kind of like inheriting a dead brand it yeah. felt like yeah. um it was really like deep in the like reaper on everything just you know um and very similar to what happened with world it just you know you can't say no every opportunity it's you know and it gets to the point where people just you know and every brand has its time so that happens naturally right. but you know it was in a weird spot and i i knew it was going to take like a long time to correct it's an uphill climb yeah i knew it was gonna be hard to and so what made you want to take on that battle it wasn't so much wanting to take it on it was that they offered me and i was like wait like i couldn't believe that they (laughs) did you know were you doing anything at the time i was um i well i was doing uh dwindle had acquired digital yeah right so when they did that you know, previous to like doing skateboards company stuff, um, I was doing digital uh, with Mike Crum, Rune Glyphberg, Donnie, and uh, Dennis Martin. Mm-hmm. So you know, we did that, and you know, it was it was uh, how do I frame this up right? So I had still been skating for 
uh, living through the 90s. Yeah. Right. And then towards like 97, 98, it was, it was I was actually skating more and more and like was into it. But I got to the point where, you know, I was going to the Vans Park in Orange. I'd bring a street board and a vert board. I'd like do two hours on each. I'd be like mute grabbing the street pyramid. And I, was, like, <laughs> I remember it's like sitting there and I was like, am I fucking practice what am i doing and i just remember throwing all my shit in the bowl and these kids are like hey your stuff i was like that's your stuff and they're like what and i just walked out and i felt so liberated i was like dude i'm fucking done dude i suck like done and uh i remember a couple days that's later a way to it's a good way to retire yeah, well, yeah. i just just felt like i couldn't keep up i was mm. like what am i even doing this for like how old were you at that point i was uh what two, like 26 or 27 damn yeah, that's pretty young dude. but i was like yeah. you know like with the the level of flip tricks and stuff and i'm like doing very i just didn't feel like i was contributing now part of that it felt liberating because you don't have to live up to someone's idea of what skating is. And a lot of skaters go through that. Yeah. yeah but at yeah. the same rate, I was like, dude, I don't fucking want to have a board with my name on it. Like let someone else do it. You know, like let someone else have a board. Like mm. I'm, you know, anyways. So, but at 26 though, you're still young, obviously, but <clears throat> what do you do? Well, now? I, I, you know, I have no education. I, you know, left home at like 14 to come out here. Um, from Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I had 14 years old. You left. Yeah, I uh, wow. Took Would the hop bus. On the train. I took oh. the Greyhound with Tom Boyle, uh, an amazing Canadian and Texas skater, uh, who like changed the face of skateboarding in Toronto when he moved there. Um, being the fact that whatever we thought was a pro, he was better, and he wasn't even sponsored. So he quickly made his name, and so uh, when I had the idea of coming out here we took the greyhound it took five days i had thirty dollars it seemed totally logical at the time. <laughs> <laughs> toronto to california yeah five days this is a nightmare wow like, yeah it was it was rough. 30 bucks yeah <laughs> but um so we got out here and you know tom had his sponsors and mm. i had the people that were flowing me and you okay. know how that goes you sure. come out and you you stay on couches or whatever but Fast forward to what we were talking about. Yeah. You know, uh, I had been skating through the 90s. I'd also been partying through the 90s like a Viking. <laughs> and, you know, that's just how it was. Like, it wasn't that foreign, but I was, like, in rough shape. So I remember I was like, now what do I do? Like, I'm fucked, you know? Sure. And I toyed with some ideas, and, and the video thing I was pretty persistent about. And I remember Mike Crum and Rune Glifberg were like, against their better judgment they're like this is actually a good idea like <laughs> and they lent me 100 grand and it like literally changed the course of my life because up until that point all i ever thought about was like you know like whatever i was doing if it was change or premiere some of these smaller brands uh after the death of vert and you know the the uprise of street skating mm -hmm. I always kind of looked at it as like nothing but a thing to have some of my friends or other people get boards, whatever. But I never thought of it like from a business point of view. It was like, pay me first, whatever happens, great, sure, you know? Sure. And and that's just how it was. And I also had this threshold of like, I always had a pretty good eye for skaters. And it was like, say it was Lenny Kirk or whoever, Corey Shepard. Like, I lived at Rob's house. So it's like, for sure, <clears throat> they're graduating the workshop. 
like there's no way I can keep them. You know what I mean? Right. So anyways, so there was a lot of that. And then, you know, with the video thing, those guys like liked the idea. And, you know, at the time it was basically form one ran everything. And I just felt like they were milking skaters so hard for content that it's like, you know, they basically come up with a new category every month. Like, oh, we just did your, you know, Wheels of Fortune, your profile, you know, day in the life, yeah. making breakfast with. You're like, dude, like, <laughs> you know, and they're pumping these things out monthly. So that's crazy. Yeah. You know, it yes, got pretty hectic. And, and it was an amazing thing they did, you know, like I was certainly inspired by it, but I just felt like it was getting ridiculous because, you know, you're giving people all your footage and it was just whatever. Right. So. Which a lot of it seemed like throwaway, kind of, you know, some of it yes did no. seem... I mean, yes. Over time, yeah, it did. Over time, it started and to get a little more throwaway. sponsors were just giving yeah. their footage yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was just a weird thing that was happening in skateboarding. And to its, you know, at the same rate, it was putting certain people on the map hard. No sure. Definitely. You know? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, it was like, you know, being constantly in Thrasher, constantly in Transworld. It mm -hmm. doesn't hurt, you know? Right. This episode is brought to us by AG1. It is very important to me that the supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for years I have been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands out there, AG1 conducts relentless testing to set the standard for purity and potency. It's also researched and developed by an in-house team of scientists, doctors, and nutritionists with decades of experience in their respective fields. I know that I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances, while the industry standard, guess what, typically only tested for 10. That's why the Nine Club has partnered with AG1 for so long, because they make such a high quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get your free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash nine club. All you got to do in your URL, type drinkag1.com slash nine club at checkout. Go give it a try. Um, so anyways, we wanted to do something, you know, especially due to my zero knowledge of filming, editing, or any of the above, the guys were like, let's do it. And they, you know, they lent me the money, which automatically changed like my perspective on anything because I was like, all I could think of is like, I have to make the video and I have to pay them back. It's a lot of fucking you know? money. Yeah. So basically they like paid my car, paid my rent. You know, I, I knew a lot of the skaters, so they thought it was like, yeah, let's do it, whatever. So in the first one, it was like uh, Duffy, Neil Mims, Rune, Corey Shepard, I believe. Okay. And like the first video for sure is, is my favorite because it's just so random. Like I didn't even know you're supposed to wipe the lens. Like there's a lot of stuff going on. But it did come together. It came out. And I remember, uh, I think it was the guys from Flip, like they knew I had no idea what I was doing and I was trying to figure out like, how do you sell this thing or what do you do? And they're like, dude, here's, here's our sales info. Wow. Phone numbers, whatever. And I use that. And I remember one weekend I was going to San Francisco to film and I just sat there and wrote notes and like faxed them out to these people. I drove to SF, came back and I just heard beeping. I went into the office, which was my guest room with nothing in it, but a fax machine. <laughs> and it was flooded with papers of orders. Wow. And I was like, dude, and it was like 150 grand. And I whoa. was like, whoa, dude. So I'm like, now we like, we got to get this thing done. Wow. So of course we did. And you know, uh, 
first few were VHS, and then comes in DVD, and then DVD turns into, oh, I heard I saw your video online and YouTube. So we did what we could. The yeah. timing was a bit off, but it was a really fun experience, and it was, like, cool to, like, the whole point was, like, put a marquee guy with a new name, and a lot of the times those new names could be Stefan or PJ or these, Dude. you know, like, you know, and it was rad. And then, of course, you look back and you see it. It was just right. fun. You know, Chris Cole had a couple parts. Like, it was oh, fun yeah. doing them. How many did you do? I think, like, 15. 15? Uh, that's it. Huh? Dude, yeah. you, I, I want to say this, too, because you put me on a Stefan in that video. I, was, I watched the video of Stefan. I was like. This dude is my favorite, and then the next one for me was Galant's part. You did, yeah. That's one of the. That's one of my favorite parts he's ever done. Yeah, Galia too. Galia uh, Mamalu. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He, he, he yeah, like yeah. Uh, most like everybody that was like if it was Joey Brzezinski or we had quite a few regulars. You yeah, know, that were in him often. Appiard, like just dudes were down to like do something different. Um, Oh, yeah, the Alpiard part where he skates with Bill Withers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's one of the, that's one of amazing. He starts cards. off the line throwing his board down in yeah. the hallway. And it, bro. So it was like kind of cool because like I knew a lot of these guys, but then there were always new heads, and because like we'd be rolling with just like crazy posses of like you know like a, a vet or a guy that's fully like got his shit going with like a new kid in the car. Yeah, and, you know, and it leads to different stuff for them. Um, so we kind of got caught in the crosshairs of like technology and. You know, at a certain point, like no one wants to pay for a video. Yeah. So that was that. But pre pre to that, Dwindle had been interested in acquiring it. So wow. after they, only fifteen or how how many videos were you into it? Were eight you, or nine. Were you doing these bi monthly? Uh no, they were like every Quarterly? three, four months. Okay. At okay. best. Okay, okay. gotcha. You know? Um so they had taken it on and when they did that, you know, A, I was able to pay Mike and room back amazing but they were then cut out it was transferred to dwindle I was brought in to do it and then I think within that same year the market crashed so like they had also had Dogtown at a point there and wow. and they got rid of them both right away and I was wow. like that was quick but at least they got paid back so whatever there you go and Damn. then they had asked me um, <clears throat> Rob Valerio was the president of uh, dwindle at the time and i don't know what he saw me but he was like always like encouraging me um super like like he was like hey have you ever thought about you know like being an editor for a magazine i'm like dude i don't even know how to read and he's like well, what about like running blind and i'm like dude have you, it's me you know he's yeah. like, no, dude he's like you could do it and he like really like i don't know man if someone like i'd never had anyone believe in me and mm. he like opened a whole new life for me Amazing. you know uh, taking a big gamble but i guess he saw something different and you know so i started doing that and you know uh that was 18 years ago that is insane by the way good job on the digital stuff though because like kelly mm. said like a lot of cool stuff came from that a lot of cool i mean it was like you know there's always like good skate guts to it but there's a lot of funny shit and it was yeah. just kind of captured for what it was you know totally um the credits were always pretty entertaining <laughs> but you know it was fun because it was like just like you know uh it was just like a posse of people and you bring new people in and right. different people skating with people they don't usually skate with and mm. it was just fun you know and it's cool too because 401 had their shtick yeah. so to speak and then here you come along kind of this different vibe yeah 
with still skating in it, but you know, it was cool. And then you had the regulars, like you said, like Joey Brzezinski, yeah, and stuff like that for sure. Galants awesome. or Alpiar, <clears throat> yeah. PJ was always tossing bones our way. Like it was, oh, yeah. I think it was something different for those guys at a different time, and they mm-hmm. felt connected to it. And it was, you know, um. It was just fun to do. I think they they liked going out skating with you. I think you got them out, right. and they were stoked. Well, yeah. I mean, we yeah. always – it was just like more ruckusy, you know? Like yeah. it was just random, like, yeah. at, especially with me filming. It's like, <laughs> did you get that? It's like, yeah, I think, you know? I uh, would you edit everything too? Would you? Ah, uh, no, I no, I would sit and direct, but Dennis, uh, Dennis Martin, yeah, he like he was like same thing. He was a vert skater, you know. He was in the life video, Ripper from Texas. He was out. I'd see him around Orange County when he was uh, when Tony's ramp was there, and he would just pop his head and he'd be like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" I'd be like, "We're trying to make this video," and he's like, "Can I help?" I was like, uh, and I remember I bought the first iMac and I was like, do you know how to use this? And he was like, what? And he just plugged it in and he would just sit there all day and read all the manuals. And it's just like an idiot savant, like no offense, Dennis, but he like fucking took to that shit, like editing, filming, learning all the programs. Like, dude, he turned into one of the better filmer editors. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. you know, no, he just put in the time and he he, he had it like that. And you know, to see the stuff he did with like crew and super, I was like, Whoa, dude, like it blew my mind, you know, and he's very creative and and to this day has so many cool things going. Um, but yeah, so it just kind of, everything happened like that. I love that organically. And would you guys like, like for somebody's part, would you choose the music or would the skater be like, Hey, I want to use this song or, um, we, it depends. Like, uh, you know, like with Dennis, you know, I remember when he, I think was off to do Supra. Mm. I remember he was like, dude, like I got to do this. And I'm like, dude, I totally get it. And I remember calling him was like, yo, could you meet me at the office and like teach me how to edit? Oh, and he was shit. like, uh, yeah. And he kind of gave me a crash course, you know, but it was, it was rough without him, you know? I um, bet. Yeah. But yeah, it depends on the guy. Like a lot of the times people would, we had a place uh, near the beach and they'd just come in and, you know, pick their music. Mm. And then obviously back then, running the gauntlet with music uh was pretty loose music rights yeah yeah Yeah. because you could kind of just run whatever and sort of i (laughs) i uh one time joey brzezinski uh i think he had a part in maybe the 10th video i think it was called sane but i could be wrong but Mm -hmm. anyway so he had a song he really liked um i think it was Gem, maybe. Gem. It really like went with his part well too. And I oh, remember it was, it good. was a good like he part. can't. It re- like whenever I hear that song, it's like Joey's part. Oh yeah, yeah and sure. that song. Da, da, yeah, da, it's catchy. Da, da, da. It's yeah. stuck in my head. Yeah. Like so, like case in point, you know, I'm sitting there and I get a call from this like law firm, and they're like, "Yeah, we represent this artist," and I'm like, "What?" And I'm like, Oh, and, you know, I guess what had happened was a kid went to a gem concert with a copy of the video and asked the artist to sign it. And she was like, I don't understand. He's like, oh, I love your song. It was in this part. And she was like, what? (laughs) Okay. So that led to them, you know, contacting us. And I remember I was on the phone with the lawyer and I'm like looking at Dennis like, they want to fucking take us to court. And and I was talking to the guy. I was like, excuse me, sir. Can you hang on a minute? And. I like put him on hold and I was sitting there and I was like, like, this sucks, dude. So I got back on the phone and I was like, Hey man, um, 
sorry for that. I, I just had to let our music supervisor go. And the guy was like, <laughs> like, wait, wait, what do you mean? And I'm like, like they, they obviously didn't do their due diligence. And, you know, now we're in this situation. Like, I don't, I don't want to put anyone out like that. And I was like, I already did it, man. Like, you know, it's unforgivable. And he was like, look, we'll just say stop signing or stop selling the video, you know, sign a thing that declares that and yeah. whatever. And that was it. And wow. Wow. So, I fired a invisible invisible <laughs> to make to to make that up. He on said he the, put him on hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to make that shit up on the spot is fucking. That's great. Better than going to court for music rights. Yeah, but you know, just ima- I mean, dude, so many videos. Like, yeah, you know, and yeah. with anything, right? It's like you see that uh, now with you know social media or whatever those little in and out avenues are mm-hmm. your video has been taken down or this that totally. whatever yeah. You know? yeah and it's ever changing too because like we'll we'll post some like nine club stuff sometimes with mm-hmm. the song and i'll get like an email saying like oh your video has been removed right whatever yeah, and when then you're, when you're a business you can't put right post but then me. i get e- i get a random email one time and it'll be like oh your video got re-put back it got approved or something oh, really? yeah, over so, like, time yeah well, yeah and I, so hmm. yeah it's like what i always thought that like the marriage there would have been you know, you you figure out a way where, especially in the iTunes era, where if the mm-hmm. video is loaded on iTunes, you can watch a video and or buy a song from it directly. Exactly. So it's like scratching both people's back, right? Right. right. Because the video, for a lot of skaters, I'm sure to this day, you get turned on by music in a video part like you wouldn't in another way. For and sure. You have these very eclectic catalogs because skaters pretty diverse when it comes to you know music totally. and Definitely. creativity. Oh yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just never shaped out that way. Because you'd think it'd be a win-win, right? That's what I would think. If you're like, you know, here's the exchange is we use your part, we promote this video, kid loves the song, buys it Mm -hmm. on the spot, you know? And I always wonder. You might gain a new fan or someone that... Well, skaters love like you know collecting you know those songs throughout their mm-hmm. favorite parts you know what i mean so yeah, it definitely. makes total sense i mean i would go as far as like back in the day to the the warehouse or the mm-hmm. day oh, buy the cd yeah of course. Yeah. and then like <laughs> and i'd always wonder in my head i'm like this plan b video came out or whatever i'm like are they i wonder if the record company sees this like huge boost in I, sales i wonder that too back then yeah. right yeah sure. but you they don't know where it's coming from probably right. no well right? yeah it's weird because uh you know, I'm old, so I've seen a lot of skate videos, but it's like, uh, I identify people's songs. Like I said, anytime I hear that song, I oh. think of that guy's part. I can mm-hmm. almost think of the tricks or like, yeah. and I'm just like, that's crazy how it stores like that. Yep. And it gives you that like hair on the arms feel where you're like, it brings that level of nostalgia and it's, it's interesting. Just like that with music. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. I used to actually like record the song sometimes if I didn't, if I couldn't get the oh, song, right. I would record it from the skate video, mm-hmm. put it in my Walkman and listen to the song <laughs> with the skating noises <laughs> yeah. in it. It's tight. Because sure. I love the song. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so many sure. times. Yeah. I mean, people's parts in the songs, it goes a long way. You know, it's like right. motivational. Really? Yeah. It gives you. That's a, it's a hard you. thing to find that right song, too. Oh, it's yeah. next That's, to impossible yeah. in reality. Because <laughs> yeah. when you put something out, half the people like it and half the people hate it. So yeah. it's a hard, yeah. hard thing. But a couple uh, skate directors or producers have definitely hit it right. You oh, know? for sure. I agree. Not me. <laughs> I think I used Who Log or Who Let the Dogs Out. It's like the openers. I don't know. That's the Go Go's for Chris Cole. Like, there's some. Hey, listen, the Go Go's have Go-Go's some good shit. I love they the Go Go's. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but, you know. What I, was their main hit? Uh, they had the Go Go's? They had quite a few. Oh, they had one, though. 
definitely, if I can't answer this correctly, I'm going to be ashamed of myself. But um, continue. <laughs> go goes. What am I? I'm having a brain. Hey, no, 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 no. There was one. We, we got, got the beat. beat. We got, yeah, we we got, got the beat. beat. Yeah. We got the beat. No, there's another one too. Th- that's um, what I'm saying. They've had so many. Good Rome? Things. Is that Rome? the go goes? Rome, if you want to. My bone. Rome, if you want to. There was one if that was like their shit. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I know, it's, I know what beat. song you're talking about, but I'm not sure if I just watched the sickest documentary on them. Head over heels. Head over heels. That's a slower one. Did you watch? They 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 just did an amazing documentary on them. I I watched the. Worth, um, I'm sure it's worth a watch. Dude, they like like toured with the punkers. Oh my like, god! Yeah, for sure. Know? They were like borderline. In yeah, the, yeah. But sure. they were girls, so yeah. you know they they carved yeah. a path like nobody else. They sure. did a behind the music. On yeah, MTV. it was so good. Yeah, so good. We got the beat, huh? Oh yeah. No, I, I I'll, that was before my time, kind of. I mean, I was a little was young. They, yeah, they got, some, they, got some, they got some jams. So you put who skated at the Go Go's? Do we know? Chris Cole. Ah, oh, Chris Cole. Who skated? Who let the dogs out? It was the opener. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so dude. I remember I was at Tampa Am one year. We had just put one of the digitals out, and some like filled room of all the Ams. Like they had a VCR, and they popped it in. And I remember one of the guys going. Who fucking picks the music for these? Fucking <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. Our lips right are here, sealed. Yeah. Our, lips, Our are lips, sealed. lips are sealed. There you there go. It yeah. is. That's the one I always think about when I think about the Go Go's. But yeah, no, there's been some dudes that really like music scores for videos, just like flawless. You yeah. know? Yeah. It I, makes or breaks the part. Yeah. Dude, people sure. would. I remember oh, yeah. people would hate on Ty Evans back in the day for putting that techno type of music mm-hmm. in, but I always liked it. I mean, if you watch like Genesis and stuff, it was perfect yeah. for I, like how that video was. And, yeah. You know, totally. Where you look at that some timing. of the early America videos, mm-hmm. right? Girl and Chocolate videos, fucking. Um, Plan B videos had pretty for cool sure. soundtracks. No yeah. Doubt. Even H Street videos. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Life MT Video. And, yeah, do yeah. they? I mean, yeah, it carries, man. We definitely. Yeah. What era was it when actually music rights started to change and you YouTube. couldn't really get away? Was it YouTube? Seemed like it. The, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just right around that time. Because, I mean, if you look at... Well, you know, remember the DVDs? I feel like it was the DVD era. I don't know if YouTube was around. Remember, like, the girl, the mm-hmm. soundtrack, well, or girl I, video would come out and, like, the DVD had to be different songs because... Well, they, when they sold it in, like, a well, Best, that, oh, Best Buy instead that of... That oh. or when Napster and stuff like that was probably linking yeah, stuff because yeah. that's when they first started noticing. They were like, losing a lot of money right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Just off Jerron alone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Dude, those... <laughs> Though I remember seeing those edits and they were so bad of like a different song to like someone's part. You know what I mean? Because they wouldn't re-edit it. Yeah. They would just put the music over it. Right. I don't think so it didn't garbage. blend or nothing. So garbage. I was like, oh, like seeing Gino's. I love Gino's, one of my favorite skaters, but he put some other random. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it was Prince or something, but it just wasn't the original song. Yeah. Prince is awesome, but I was like, just put the original it didn't song. Didn't work. Oh yeah. yeah you, know. you know what? One of the best best songs I think ever. Pay for the music. And I think a three song part was when uh carol goes to the three six mafia mm. oh, so yeah. i don't know if that was fully flared or whatever yeah i think it was yep. but the way flared. they like mix that through i was like so good that carol was like, always was really methodical with his he, music he always had always like yeah. knew what he wanted to use mm. hands that down. shit and he it was he like let nobody pick his shit yeah that was he was always had those parts did it go from like, beastie boys to three six what was it, it was like right was it the end of his part or did he go one more what song? Did he, I think it was he the had end some crazy of his rock star he had like some crazy like um what was it Guns N' Roses or something I think it was Guns N' Roses no, started like, part from fully flared and then it ended with uh 36 Mafia I'm pretty positive 
Yeah, I mean, I would. Oh, you, you know what I'm thinking that. of? I am totally on a different. I'm thinking of the Plan B yeah, video. Yeah, you're thinking Plan B video. When it went but from. That was fucking amazing with dude, Beastie Boys. Beastie yeah. Boys. No, it went from Beastie Boys to. Um, uh, hieroglyphics or something? Dell. Dell. Was it? To, to skip to bop this, to, to whatever. Yes, it was It was hieroglyphics. Oh, but I, yeah. Was it casual? Fuck, I don't know. Whatever the case I think it was. Yeah. So good, though. though. I mean, yeah. he's had that, a laundry list of great tunes in his parts. Yes, for without real. question. For real. I'd like, say every part setting. was really good yeah. music, no matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Since you were doing the digital stuff, like, quarterly, let's say, like, every three or four months, would you, like, trying to get stuff out quick? Or would you really take your time and, like, try to make, like, the best video that you can um, make? I mean, we, you know, like, every video is a little different, but you you always kind of had like an ace, someone that was like really like going to sort of solidify the whole point of making it. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, we'd always try and couple that with like a new and upcoming AM or someone that we felt was on the level. But we definitely had some questionable parts, like where you just like, you know, like you, you, you're trying to make it happen. Dude's not really like coming through and you're just like, Oh God. And you know, you put out what you put out. Right. Yeah. 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 But I I think it was a more rare, but there was definitely a couple where I was like, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say it's real quick. Carol Skate, the Judas priest riding on the wind. Mm. It was his first song. And then three, six mafia was, so two songs. Two songs, right, yeah. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. That was in Fully Flared. Fully Flared, That's yeah. That's such a dope mix right there. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. But even to go Carol. from like Beastie Boys to like Hieroglyphics. Yeah, at it's that like, time. God, it's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's, uh, can we just really quick talk about the coming here to California at 14? Yep. Let's rewind a little bit because that's fucking fascinating. Like, yeah. what are you doing at 14? Well, like, you're already coming out here to like live well, the dream? I'm not... It was kind of like back, um, 88, 89, uh-huh. I had started, uh, skating in some of the NSA am contests. That wow, was kind of the only way any of this worked back then. Um, and back in the day, you know, if you're from the East coast, the middle or the West, so New York to Florida, uh, Chicago to Houston, mm-hmm. Seattle to San Diego was kind of your division. And if you do well on that, you move to the uh, qualify or no qualifier regional finals. Gotcha. So the goal was always to go to the finals. Um, and Tom Boyle had gone in 1998 to the AM finals in Tempe, Arizona, I believe it was. And back then, you know, you're just hanging on words, living like, dude, what was it like? You know, and I remember he came back and he was such an amazing skateboarder, like let alone one of the coolest dudes ever. Were you guys around the same age or? Was he was he uh, three years older. Okay. So, you know, we knew like it was a given, like he was on his way and he came back and I was like, dude, how was it? And I think he got fourth. He's like, dude, I quit. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, dude, there's this kid, Danny way. He's like this tall. He can go higher than a And he has more tricks than Hawk. And I was like, <laughs> what? And wow. Like, Where is he? He's like, he's in San Diego. I'm like, Let's go there. (laughs) So, you know, obviously, like, you know, back then, like, it was McGill's or whatever was going on. That was kind of like going to SF in 93 or 94. You go to Embarcadero, you're going to see it for what it is. Like, you're right in the lion's den of street skating. And Mm -hmm. or back then, you go to McGill's, you know, you got Alf, you got mike mcgill you got danny way you got like all the peter hewitt you know jordan richter all you know it's just like the mainstay so um 
you know, I had just, uh, I was writing for Circle A at that point. And um, yeah, it was kind of one of those things where, you know, it, it was a natural evolution, especially being from Toronto or in Canada, where it's like, if you wanted to make a name or it wasn't, I can't really say that was the purpose. It was like, you wanted to be where the session was. Right. Because back then, you know, back to like video cameras, like there's not much footage from those times because you would just go and skate all day and everyone pushed it all day for nothing. It was just about the session. Sure. So of course in those surroundings, you know, you come out, you're skating with Alf or Peter Hewitt or whoever, you know, Danny Way, like you're, you're going, you know, and that's just same how the street sessions were. And there were these huge, uh, I saw the same thing when I lived with uh, Deirdre in Pacific Beach, you know, his house was the go-to spot, but on any given day, it's Kareem, Penny, Muska, Rob, Jamie Thomas, Kalis, Lenny Kirk, wow, Kelly yes. Bird, you know, right. uh, John Drake, uh, Bokma, like, so, you know, here I am and I go out with these dudes all day and I'm just like, no one's filming. Like, and the gnarly shit would happen all the time, mm -hmm. you know, and it would be go back to the house party on repeat every day, you know? Um, so sorry to get off track there. No. But, you know, it was just like back then you want to, you, you want to like, skate and you know toronto's cold you come to california weather's good the magazines are here a lot of the companies are here and it starts moving the needle like if you're doing your thing um so you know i think up until that point maybe rick howard was the only other canadian i can think of outside of say kevin harris that i saw like making his way here mm. you know he was from vancouver yeah. um but, you know, was he on H Street at the time or was it? I think he was on Blockhead. Blockhead. Uh, I'm sorry, Blockhead. But Blockhead, he like yeah. stood out right away. Right. Like I was like, wow, you know, he just he just he was such a good skater. And at Street, he just stuck out, you know. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, next was maybe Tom Boyle or Sluggo. Mm. And then, you know, I came out and then uh, Jason Corbett, Justin Bokma, um, Thomas Morgan. Mm -hmm. um, there was just, you know, it just. Yeah. Jesse Sorensen, like that just started happening, you know, and of course, like Moses, Mac now, like, so once you infiltrate, you know, you set up home bases and, and that was, you know, I guess if you look at these different things, as you see now, there's a massive flow of Japanese skaters. Mm -hmm. uh, before that, it might've been the Brazilians. Before that, it was mm -hmm. some of the European skaters. Yeah. Before that, it was maybe the Canadians, like seems to happen like that. I don't know why. Yeah, interesting. interesting. But everyone yeah. Wants, yeah, totally. Everyone wants to be here if they like it or not, you know, right. um, because yeah. it's kind of the Mecca and it's like, where else is it 70 degrees every day with no clouds? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's true. Or where, you know, you, you skate with, you show up, like I said, you go to, if you went up to Frisco and back in the day, man, it's like, you're definitely going to see some good skateboarding. Fuck yeah. Yes. Or if you knew where to be in LA or... Yeah, L.A. is a little tougher, but you the spots were definitely yeah, there, you know. Sure. Back in the day, it was more of like San Diego was kind of the hot spot, right? Um, it was it, a different thing. It was like if you look at San Diego uh, back then, a lot of American cities like on the weekends were ghost towns. Mm -hmm. You know, you'd be in downtown SD. You could just go wherever, skate anything. Downtown and now LA it's like you don't well. last two seconds, right. you know. Security. But um, I think that coupled with the fact that you did have, you know, Deirdre posting up there, Jamie Thomas, Muska, 
all these different heads going to Pacific Beach, you know, Duffy, right. yeah. and all of a sudden, like, you know, uh, between, like, you know, Grant or Skin or Swift, like, they're just, dude, those guys are down to shoot? Like, yeah. there's sessions left and right, you know? Yeah. Interesting. So I think back then, the maybe it was a little easier to break into the industry. I mean, coming from Canada as well, sometimes you see that, it's a little more of a struggle with uh, Canadians. They have to go through yeah. distributor flow. They have to go through all this kind of hoop, more hoops. Yeah, I think bit. Yeah. I was lucky in the sense that I was like dealing with the people directly. It was like mm -hmm. a pro skater that was like, hey, you know, you should come out or do this. Um, like in 89, uh, Bob Schmelzer, who did Circle A, famous freestyler from up north, mm -hmm. also the stunt double for Marty McFly. And, oh, shit. Uh, what? Back, Back to the, to the Future. future. Yeah. Wow. Which was the movie so that, rad. like, happened oh. to be right when I started. That's, I mean. Power of Love. Mm -hmm. God, I, <laughs> I saw it. Uh, yes. I had one of those boards. Huey Lewis and then Yeah. Piano <laughs> yeah, no, necktie. Yes. It's not good, dude. <laughs> um, but, you know, shit. so he called me up. He's like, oh, do you want to go to Europe? And I was like, what? And he's like, you, Justin Gerard." Joe Lopes, damn. Uh, rest in peace. And uh, who else? JJ Rogers, maybe. So, anyways, I'm Just off to Europe for like uh, two months. How old are you? Young. I don't. Fifteen. Something six, like some, fourteen six, or fifteen. You were the youngest of the bunch. Yeah. Then. And you know, so we're we're there doing this tour. Yeah. Well, many of your or skaters are there for like the monster monster contest mm. and stuff that was happening, and we crossed paths with some of the people that were out there, but. I learned that at one of the demos in the Swiss Alps <laughs> that a young Shani was holding a balloon watching me because I was the young guy Ooh. with like his chocolate in the other <laughs> hand. It's like, he was <laughs> can fly wow. or something. Shani was holding a balloon <laughs> yeah, and a chocolate. That's, that's yeah. the most Shani thing to do. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, for real. But he said he was there and I'm like, that's so crazy. Wow. And then of course, Damn. like Shani like comes to the States and turns out to be maybe one of the best all-terrain skaters of all time. Really? Like, yeah. Dude, Hell yeah. So That's good. Nice. You know? Really talented. And then, you know, you're talking a little more north, like Encinitas Posse's and where all those guys were. And, mm -hmm. You know, of course, like, dude, it's California, right? So yeah. There's groups I wanna, everywhere. Yeah. I really, I know we can get in more about you coming out here, but I want to hear stories about PB back in the day with like Kareem and all the Muska back then. Like, what was, what was that? I know you said it was like partying and stuff, but like, I want to hear stories about I mean, that. Because that guys, is an epic group of influential skateboarders to everyone. I think like uh, all of those guys, you know, like, like Muska came out here on a mission. Like, I remember the first time I saw him, uh, it was like, he like white wife beater, like kind of like sweater beanie, cargo <laughs> pants. And you just heard about some of the rails and stuff he did. And I was like, what? Like, and we kind of met him and clicked right away. And, you know, first showing you're like, dude, you're like, whoa, man. Like everyone gets checked because you're like, he just does his shit right away. You know, he rarely saw people skating over tens, but you know, whatever was in front of him, his first try onto the next thing. You know? Wow! Or you have like Penny, who's like, you know, the the running joke at least for me a lot of the time was we'd go skate all day, and I would I'd come back and I'd be like, did he fall today? Did anyone <laughs> see him fall today? And a lot of the times I'd have to say no, oh, and that's I, crazy. and it was like, for me at least watching him, he didn't even. I don't know how his mind works, but he did not 
he was so humble. Like he did not think about what he just threw at everyone. You know, it yeah. would just happen, and then he'd be like, "Oh, do you have a smoke or something?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just did the gnarliest trick I've ever seen in my life. You know, um, and you know there is a bit of documentation. You know, obviously there's that like session at the chain the to chain. the bank, which, you know, you know we're driving over there. Uh, he's I don't think ever been there. You know, I'm like sitting. I have like giant denim shorts on, dude. It's like, <laughs> wild George. and so these George. guys are all smoking in the in the car and i'm like fucking baked from being in the car with them. <laughs> yeah. we get there and i tried to like ollie into it and slam so hard and i'm just sitting there high and then like tom just starts looking at the thing and you know he just just everyone just stopped you're just like dude what's he doing you have to and watch this it wasn't like he was like necessarily like trying he just just would come back and do something else and do something else to the level that it got, we're just like, dude, really? Like, and he doesn't even care. He's already off, like, when he finished his last trick. Like, he doesn't let me see that. No, like, high five. <laughs> you know, it's just like, whatever. Um, and I think in that same day or weekend, we were at UCSD with the big kinked wall where people do tricks over, gap out to the flat part. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that thing's wild at best. It's big. It's big. And I remember... Penny was like skating by and he like looked at it and I'm like, you should front side flip that. And he's like, huh? And I was like, you should front side flip it. And he's like, nah, I was like, I'll buy you a six pack. He's already walking back. Just done. Front side flip. First try. It's like riding away. And then the trans, he's like, you owe me a six pack. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude, that was at that time. That was like so raw. Yeah. And you know, that would only, you get back to the house, everyone's talking about what Tom did, and then that's fueling like everyone else. And you know, um, you know, Kareem's there, like, Kareem will come down for the weekend and he just sits on the couch sleeping like that, like, just skates all day, does the gnarliest stuff you've ever seen, so flawless, and just chills on the couch, that's back just... to it the next day. Or Kale is like, yeah, wow, all those dudes, you know. And then same thing with like John Drake, like, the, the, the skateboarding he was doing at that time was almost misplaced he was so good and yeah. proper you know and Deerdick was pushing it in his way mm -hmm. and like you know and then you throw duffy in there and you know clyde and you know uh it was wild man and then the nights were wild as <laughs> well you know but again it circled back all the time to just mm -hmm. these amazing like uh it's so cool that you know uh we had dudes like swift and skin and you know that were always around and just down to shoot you documenting know? everything yeah it was yeah. a very fruitful time in the streets i mean you just, and it was so like pioneerish you know yeah oh dude i mean you just named all my childhood heroes yeah, in like <laughs> one sentence imagine it's, them as it's crazy imagine them as kids hanging out in a room together oh my God. like just like oh yeah whatever. And you just watch penny like annihilate <laughs> this chain to 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 bank you know you're yeah. like what is going on and then you know pb it kept getting you know there was pacific drive there it was mm -hmm. landmark stores and skateboarding but like every day you go down to the shop it's like all the mentions sal barbier donger jason carney uh you know jeremy de glopper oh all wow the, tree fork guys oh, yeah. like it was just crazy you know so there were sessions just running rampant um sal's down there you know was wasn't rad. sheffy he was I heard sheffy yeah someone because mm. I, I would go down there a he bunch was, uh, yeah. and i heard before they were like 
Yeah, I think she, or like Sheffy would like live in the closet or something. Well, at Pacific Drive, there is this closet. I know for sure I spent a good amount of time in there because it was <laughs> like I'd be so fucking hung over and we'd go down there and those guys are all going to go terrorize the streets. And I'm like, yo, I'll be in there sleeping. Right, <laughs> I, mean, right. I think a lot of people took advantage of that cozy little <laughs> spot to pass out to shout out the fucking pacific drive yeah, yeah. Such a dude, they, i was yeah. just down there and it's just like dude it's it's such a cool fucking memorable to this day like just holding it down you know same, same location yeah yeah dude, it's so right nice. on the beach yeah it's, it's insane it's a location. perfect location yeah, dude. dude it's such a cool and you know thing. jim and those dudes and sam like they're dude man the, they did so much for skating in that zone. They still do to this day. But still do. At that era, man, like any given, you know, sometimes there's just that shop and right. you go down there. You're like, whoa, dude. Like yeah. I, I saw it on people's faces, you know, walking in. They're like, uh. it'd be like going to the Star Wars store and all the people are there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, totally. I think kind of the same thing yeah. applies up here, like Rip City. Sure. It's like yes. the, the, of course, the staple stores. Like, right. Now, now, like in awe, for me. Like, Val surf for me. Val surf. Yeah. 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 And it's like these shops, you know, like outside of everything else, they are like so instrumental in like the heartbeat of skate communities mm. and they deal with so much shit yeah. and they keep going and going. And it's like, you know, like a real skate shop, there's nothing like it. You no. know what I mean? They deal with a lot. They tolerate a lot. They put you in your place you know you go in there it's like this crazy wealth of just like you knowledge know, and you yeah. learn so yeah. much and you see like dude it's like skate shops like are, are so sick like that man. Yeah. yeah yeah it's a it's a shame to kind of see it go through these waves of yeah. like good then you hear it's like shit and like even like going out of business and stuff yeah, or yeah, definitely it's tough. I mean, it's tough. I, I have nothing but respect for shops like that, that, have, yeah. you know, grind through it and deal with all the ups and downs and, mm -hmm. you know, serve their community in such an awesome way. And just like, they're like little beacons, you know, it's like you go into a good skate shop and it feels like home and you're like, fuck, this is rad. Man, yeah. especially on tours and stuff too, because those skate shops were your like, Straight up. your, your home away from home yeah, almost. They know, like, yeah. You need stuff, you go to the skate they shop. They take and, you in, they yeah. show you what's up, you yeah. know, and, it's, and it, it's like, uh, it's just such a cool thing because anywhere you go in the world, man, you go into the shop and it's like, they got you covered. And, you and know, they'll they, tell you where spots are or sure. the, the dopest food to places or I mean, it's anything. Just, it's super cool too, to see how different they all are and what mm -hmm. their like spots all about. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. Yeah, but so. all motivated by the same thing, skateboarding. Straight yeah. up, man. Yeah. Truly, like the, those type of shop owners love it on a level like yeah. it's unheard of. Definitely, you have to if you're a shop owner. You know what I mean? You almost Straight have up. to like be above have, and beyond. I think mm -hmm. they also have a great sense of pride, as they should, because mm -hmm. they, you know, like without a skate shop, like think how many people would be so lost. Like, mm. you know what I mean? I, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it sure. took me a long time to find one when I first started. Like I was like, I didn't know other people skateboarded. What really. was your shop that you went to? It up was there? Uh, called Hogtown. Uh, it was in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And I remember like going in there. It's like super hardcore, like early eighties and just walking in. And I had probably like nut hugger Quicksilver shorts on. And this place is all like gnarly. And How hurt. old were you? Uh, 13, maybe. 13. And they're just like breaking my balls or whatever. But then they like <laughs> took me in, you know yeah. what I mean? And, 
I, I like to this day can like remember like the smell and the look and you know just like tripping out like they're like get the fuck out of here buy something <laughs> you know but they let me hang out and yeah you know and and through that I, I met the guys that helped shape my way you know I love it so rad. I love yeah. it yeah skate shops man I've seen so many come and go just around here definitely it's it's a shame there was two yeah. in the valley that I was definitely close I mean it's with. a tough racket for sure it, is. it really is they've, they've probably had two year stints there was one called rail slide and one called blue alliance mm. and like you know they tried their best but at the end of the day it's like it's, yeah. the landscape it takes a lot yeah for sure and it's ever changing the landscape yeah it's completely but then you look at some of these shops that have been around for 30 40 years amazing you know yeah, yeah. did yeah. you guys ever grow up uh or like working at a skate shop at all i did i, I helped out i worked like, i worked at a few of them that was actually the only job i had before mm. i skated that was one of the coolest things. That'll be one dollar. But yeah. dude, I mind you, those things are worth you. three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Those OG stickers, I bro. Ooh. Yo, whoever has an old box of stickers, like uh, send take them those here. things. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> send them over. Bro. I have some old ones. I got. Uh, I kind of find it, but I have this old, the old uh, Donnie Barley toy machine sticker where he's smoking. Smoke, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. one of those. But yeah, dude, that was like such a good time as a kid, just going in there. I mean, it's like. It's like hard, hard to describe to someone that doesn't skate, but when you first go into your first real skate shop, you're just tripping, dude. Like, <laughs> you're like sure. dude, yeah. like they have everything, and yeah, you know. I used to bug I? out on the stickers and just be like, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. stickers, the yeah. the yeah. the skate videos. You would just look at them and be like, well, what what are these videos? Sure. Oh. Like, uh, and then the, you look at the boards, and then when later on, uh, I probably wasn't around. Like, skate shoes weren't. Do they sell skate shoes at shops back then? Mm. Not so mm -mm. much. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. I just remember like when it came around, I was like, holy shit, this is yeah, insane. I, know. I mean, like airwalks weren't even sold at skate shops. Well, right. at least in my area, it would be sold at like fucking Mervin's or some shit. Yeah. Mm. But Where like did... the smell of boards back then and shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah for sure. Blue so or whatever. Yeah. 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 Even ink. What's that? The ink. And the ink. Yeah, the yeah, ink. Yeah. The silk screen. Silk screen. Yeah, yeah. Because even in Rip City, I mean, you go in and it's this like dark, dingy with just boards everywhere yeah. it's like this history for sure. it's yeah that's you, what, i mean that's what i love whoa. about going to shops in different places like you walk into their history and you're yeah. just like whoa this is sick you know yeah. got a skate video playing too yeah it's just a little time capsule yeah dude so you mentioned before about being what doing uh grabs over the pyramid and throwing your shit <laughs> quitting <Yeah. laughs> quitting right there on the spot yeah and then uh, Rob Valerio giving you a chance yep. at World. I'm um, Dwindle. Yep. Excuse me. What? How, and you know, getting a hold of Blind, trying to get you know yep. a work in progress, rebuilding. Phenomenal job, by the way. The yeah. team nowadays is fucking crazy. Stacked. The company's looking fucking great. Mm -hmm. You know, Thanks. you've really a done talent, a fucking sure. great job over there. Only took 18 years. I was going to say, I was going to say, how was that battle 18 years late, you know, ago trying to rebuild this company and think, the struggles and all that stuff? Well, you know, one thing you learn uh, is people, you know, if it was video days, that's very close to people's hearts mm. that grew up on that. And mm -hmm. they don't see anything but that. And it's understandable, right? That's the cherished time for yep. them. That was the video that set everything in motion for them and changed their lives or changed the shape of skateboarding at that time. But, you know, when people, you got to realize that was like only two years that group was together. Yep. 
and then they were all gone. Very short. Right. Mm, yeah. And then you enter into uh, shortly around when you probably got on, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you had short stint. Yeah. And then you guys were in and out of there pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in the next trilogy kind of cruise, which mm-hmm. is, you know, Krieger, uh, James, Robbie mm-hmm. McKinley. Yep. So it goes, mm-hmm. there's kind of quick cycles, yeah. right? Compared to, say, if you're looking at, like, say, a a workshop or a chocolate or girl legacy, right? Right. Sure. But they were very, they touched people in a pretty significant way because totally. people swear by the era that mattered to them. Totally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, looking at that one thing, I, I always thought, you know, A, at that time, Blind had not put a video out. And to me, Blind was synonymous with good footage. Mm-hmm. You know, so one mm-hmm. of the things I wanted to do was kind of get a crew together, start working on a video. Um, the other was like walk away from, you know, the character being so overblown kind of world industry style with the Reaper on everything. And it just gets a little much. It gets, you know, it happens. It's just they get stuck. Inspiration is that a yeah, minimal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, this episode is supported by Shake Junt. Yep. The company that keeps you going in these streets. Need that perfect grip for your flick? Bearings that just don't stop? Bolts to keep your trucks on tight? Look no further. ShakeJunt.com has what you need. Grip, bearings, bolts, skateboards, rails, riser pads, grip tape cleaner, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and everything else in between. Treat yourself and save a couple bucks by entering 9Club at checkout. Yep, 20% off everything. Just enter 9Club, N-I-N-E-C-L-U-B at ShakeJunt.com. Get there while you can. And, you know, so you do stuff and you expect like it moves the needle, but a lot of time it doesn't. And some of the more significant stuff that I can remember was like, you know, once we had uh, the crew that we were working with when we did the what if video Mm -hmm. and then moving after that. You know, uh, we were invited on King of the Road. And I think they did that as a joke. Like we were the butt of the joke. Like, oh, it's like. This team, blah, 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 and blind. Mm-hmm. And like, I was kind of like, oh, well, <laughs> we should still go, you know? So I remember talking to the guys and, and, and knowing from what I'd seen or read, like, this is going to suck, mm. you know? <laughs> so I was like, look, and of course you got to like hurt people's feelings because everyone wants to go on the trip, but you can't, you can only have so many skaters and mm. they have to, you have to think about like who can do what. And right. they're very broad, odd things that are requested and different skill sets. So, you know, inevitably uh, I sat down with the guys and I was like, look, like if we're going to go, let's just fucking try. Cause this is going to suck anyways. Uh, and everyone was down and, you know, we went and, and I felt like we definitely, um, it was Krieger, James, Craig, Jake Duncombe, Morgan Smith and Danny Sarazzini. Oh, wow. That's a good, that's a good squad. Yeah, talented sure. group of skateboarders. And then, definitely. you know, I drove, filmed, log footage, and, and did some skating when I had to. And everybody in that group has got a pretty good skill set on everything. But they, you know, so it was like whatever we ended up doing is like they just would get out and attack. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was, it was, it was amazing. And frustrating and chaotic and i remember we got uh, so far into it and then duncombe i remember like he just wasn't kind of like lively or loud and i would look and i'm like dude so i took him to a walking clinic and I'm like yeah i think something's wrong with him and he's like all fucked up and he's like dude you're gonna have to put your son in a hotel i'm like first of all it's not my son second of all <laughs> 
we can't. We're on a road trip. He's like, he's got a full-fledged ammonia. And I'm like, Oh, my Dude. gosh. So, wow. you know, whatever. We put him in the middle. I went and got, like, everyone gloves, masks, fucking hand sanitizer. And for the next three, four <laughs> days of that trip, dude, it was like there was the middle. And everyone was just sitting as far away from oh, the middle as possible. And we would get to truck stops or whatever. And he would get out and, like, take his sweatshirt off. It was just soaking wet. And then he would mm -hmm. get back in his little thing. and Miserable. Damn. So we were without his skating as well, which was a massive blow uh, throughout the thing. And then I remember I just saw him pop up and he's smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, he's back. He's back. Yeah. Oh, my you know? And then, like, he just, like, took charge. Like, dude, he was, like, it was insane. Like, Where? you name it. Boom, boom, boom. And I remember, like, when we were, like, getting towards the end of it, you know, A, we were probably sleeping three hours a night, nonstop, you know, fucking, you go to bed at, once everyone's to the hotel and fed two, three in the morning, wake up at six, log footage out the door at nine to the whole day of just shit or whatever Crazy. you got to do. <laughs> and I remember when we got to the end of it, I was like, I, I think the last night we went and we went to Volcom because one of the tricks on the list was cab flip over a, a real spine. Oh, and shit. And I was like, that's probably never going to happen, but whatever. So we we went there, and, and I, Duncan was just trying over and over and over, and I turned my head, and I looked, and he just did it perfect. And I was like, fuck, you know, whatever happens, we definitely gave it the whatever, and, and we ended up winning. And Amazing. it was like a big deal for us, yeah. you know, like uh, that no one cared about. You know, so <laughs> well, especially because they were trying to mock you. So well, whatever. <laughs> but you know, you still get lots of coverage in the mag. Yeah. Kind of puts a bit of a footprint. And then, with that being said, you know, then we were invited to the Vans Downtown Showdown at Paramount, and you know, we won the we won that. And it was like so exactly. there was becoming, you know, and then the next year we got second at that. And then, you know, little things like. You know, we were putting videos out constantly. They invited mm -hmm. us to the do tour. We won the team challenge. Next year, we won it again. Third year, we won it again. And people are getting burnt. They're like, you know, so it <laughs> created fun rivalry and whatever. And you think that all this stuff sort of does something when it really doesn't, but it mm. doesn't hurt either. Sure. You yeah. know, but it really kind of helped establish sort of the tempo with the team and the mm -hmm. kind of people. Um, and a lot of the times, uh, the guys that, you know, uh, that I was interested in, you know, cause in skateboarding, everyone has something to say about everybody. And it's kind of ironic cause I always felt like skateboarders are worse to other skaters than the jocks that they used to complain about making fun of them, you know? And I'm like, yeah. shouldn't you all be kind of more down with each other, but whatever. So a lot of the guys that, you know, I've worked with over the years have, someone's always got someone to say about somebody. And sure. I'm like, dude, do you even know this person? Like, you know, and it's just interesting because it's it's constant in skateboarding. Like oh, that. Yeah. oh yeah, um, but yeah, there's just been super awesome dudes to work with, great different uh, types of skateboarding, and 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 they all kind of bring something different to the table. Well, dude, have you found like some incredible talent? Like yeah. as younger kids, like Yuto. Oh yeah, coming up like right. like seeing it, he, he was on like he yeah. was on blind to start with, yeah. right? Yeah, he um I uh, basically I knew he was up here and they were like you should go skate with them one day i remember skating with them all day and and i i'm not the type to put someone through the tour van i don't expect everyone to be pretend friends or dress the same or whatever i'm like do you want to ride for a blind he's like yeah and i'm like let's do this <laughs> so you know the first day i saw him skate without question i'm like dude 
this dude's on another level. Right. You know what I mean? And he actually ended up going home uh, two days after he got on. And I remember as soon as he left, I was like, I got to get him back here right now. Like, you know, and <laughs> I was like, he just needs to be in front of everything. So, you know, uh, I uh, was very adamant to the magazines and to everyone. I'm like, you know, hey, I got this guy. And they hear that every day. And they're like, yeah, whatever. But they, <laughs> they took my word for it. So I lined up a bunch of different stuff. You know, if it was uh, the AM video part on uh I think it was the skateboard mag at the time. Mm. I forget what the next wave. Is that what they were called? Mm. Um, I think they were new wave, new, new, wave. new wave. And then, you know, lunatic fringe and thrasher. Like, so we were just nonstop. And when he got back, a, he didn't speak any English. B, I don't speak any Japanese. So <laughs> I go to the airport. I barely know the guy. I can't find him for two hours. I finally find him, bring him back to my house, like put him in my daughter's room, like move him in there. And, basically like communicated with like flashcards and photos you know wow. I'm like burrito burgers like, <laughs> yeah burrito i'm like let's do this okay. <laughs> and so you know we just non-stop like uh every day dude skate all day you know uh get him food get him home like set him up in the room and just try and like get him involved as much stuff as possible and then you know how old was he at this point probably 16 or 17 mm -hmm. and then also he's he's a good vert skater exceptionally good vert skater yeah. and i wanted to put that in front of people too because a i knew his brand of street skating was like almost nothing i've ever seen how effortless he yeah. skates and confident and trick selection but he also rips vert like it's nobody's business and totally. can do proper fives proper airs good lip tricks you know so i was trying to put that in front of people as well and, uh, you know, the main thing I think during a lot of that time was I was watching street league and I was constantly hitting those guys up. I'm like, dude, is there a way we can, you might want to take a look at Uto Cause I think mm. like he could really make a difference on what you guys are doing. And they're like, you know, we have this like very structured way to get in. And I'm like, I know, but like, I think you guys will be stoked <laughs> if he's in there. Yeah, and yeah. you know, they're just like gracious knows, but we have a process. I'm like, okay. So. I was constantly kind of beating on that door. And I remember I was driving uh, with Uto one day and I believe it was Brian Atlas called me and he's like, hey, do you think you could get him over to Barcelona in a couple of days? And I'm like, uh, and Uto's there, but he doesn't know what we're talking about. I'm like, yeah, he's like, you're right, dude. Like, so Uto goes to Barcelona and to make matters even weirder, it's not like he's in. He has to be the two highest scoring guys that aren't in the league uh, to go yeah. into the next round, oh, which yeah, he, yeah. of course, did. I think it might have been him and Evan Smith. I mm. could be wrong. Okay. But then he podiums first one. Then the rest, you know, for him, obviously, you know, he just yeah. going off in those for things. Sure. Yeah, so, you know, it, it's it was just really fun to, like, watch and and, and be out there with him in, in those, like, earlier stages, you know, mm -hmm. and just obviously seeing that level of skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You I don't, how do you find all this young talent, dude? Um, well, I mean, I think, um, you know, like I was saying earlier, there's a lot of people that um, – believe in the you know we're gonna meet this kid we'll bring him out sometime we're yeah. gonna take him on tour if this guy doesn't like his shirt then he might not ever get on <laughs> i'm like dude like 
you know, unless someone does something really horrid, mm-hmm. most skateboarders are fucking assholes when they're young. <laughs> yeah, you know, I certainly say. was. For sure. But, you know, it's a lot easier for them if to take someone under your wing and sort of show them the ropes and help them than judge them, you know? Yeah. Sure, sure. So, sure. you know, that being said, like, uh, as much as I can say, like, skateboarding is love-hate relationship with me personally, business, physically. But the one thing I, I really enjoy is seeing kids succeed and helping in any way I can, you right. know? And then, you know, me being uh, how I was, I was like wasted for, fuck, it seems like 20 years minimum. <laughs> That's being generous. But, um, you know, not once when I was like that did anyone ever put their arm around me, one of my team riders, or sorry, team managers, mm. and say, hey, are you all right? It was more like, fucking get him wasted and watch him go and it's like i don't resent that but it's the total opposite of how i work with people sure and it's like a lot with these kids it's like i'm not their dad but i'm the closest thing and i'm very honest with them my only hope is that they don't hit the same walls i do but everyone's got to live and learn so if i can help them avoid a few of those and you know, whatever, and just them knowing that they can call me anytime, day or night, or if, you know, it's not easy being from another country. It's great when you're out skating all day, but when you're 35 days in and you get dropped off and you're just sitting in a room with no TV, no clean laundry, little things. It's tough. It it wears on people, and it's tough for, you know, any skater, let alone one that has a language barrier or, you know, isn't making income or doesn't have, you know, so I like to try and facilitate those things. And um, again, like to me, like that's the one thing never fails, like seeing them succeed no matter where it takes them is like, that's enough for me. It's a beautiful thing. seems like you're like a a mentor, obviously. Well, I mean, I, I, again, like I, uh, I'm just telling him honest truth. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, I fucking, I was a mess, dude. Like, and not like other people weren't partying, but I just, you know, I, I had given up on myself. I, I partied nonstop, you know, uh, it, it was ironic on the flip side. Like it took me realizing, like, I just didn't like what I saw in the mirror. Mm. And fortunately I hate hangovers <laughs> more than anything in the world. So now I try and avoid them as best as I can. Not like I don't like to party. I love having fun. I yeah. love good times with good friends, but you know, it just gets old after a while, but when you're in it and that's part of what you yeah, think, right. it almost felt like I was wearing like a suit of armor, like I had to be on and, right. you know, with no one sort of getting in your face or saying, what are you doing? Mm. It's easy to just fucking, you know, it, totally. nobody beats the party, right? It's like, if you get too far, it's hard to fucking creep out. Who's going to yeah. say something to Bill Weiss? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, maybe not wearing clothes kept them at a <laughs> safe distance. But, you know, it's like no, I, people, I totally people party and that's part of skateboarding, but for it's sure. really easy to sort of no ride doubt. that yeah, party sure. road and, and not many times do people sort of talk to people that are going through that it's more just oh everyone's doing it but you yeah. know a lot of people can be in rough shape and you have long-term effects that you know and no then the next thing you know it's like the company's like oh we gotta let him go he parties too much except for that's what they were marketing you as and you're right. like wait, yeah, wait a second yeah. what yeah and yeah. it's the most fucked up thing ever but like i said you know skateboarding uh 
as much as we've been submersed in it, it's still relatively new, you know, yeah. and it's very, uh, you know, I often hear people talk about like, oh, skateboarding's a sport. I'm like, whoa, dude, skateboarding is not a sport. Right. Like, if you can shoot 20, 10, and 10 in the NBA, you'll get paid on that line, guaranteed no matter what. No matter what kind of asshole you could be, you're going to get your, your money. Right. Mm -hmm. Skateboarding, you'd be the best dude in the world. A group of guys doesn't like you, and you might not ever get sponsored. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, we still got a long way to go there, you know? Um, yeah. And it's, it's, you know, but trying to say it's a sport, it really isn't, you know? And, and so many people, it's such a long journey. And again, like the cool thing about skating is it's like, you don't have to do tricks to have fun doing it. Mm. You don't have to be good at skateboarding to enjoy it. Like right. it just becomes your own thing. Right. And, yeah. and, you know, fortunately for most people that pick up a skateboard, you never really put it down. Right. You know, um, but I really picked up the skateboard, you know, sure. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's people that are like, I used to skate back and then they picked it up for yeah. like two seconds, but yeah. at least they picked it up. Sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But right. I think like, you know, with anyone, you know, we joke about like it, it's, it will punish you, and that's a given. And more times than not, it's the stupidest thing that just takes you down. <laughs> sure. But, you know, um, I think most skaters have that, like, it, it still presents this challenge that's only to you, and it's like, right. it's sort of never-ending, for sure. you know, battle that you can have fun with or have a worst day ever. You but can't then beat, you all can't of a beat sudden, skateboarding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's You can't learn everything. You'll mm -hmm. never master it, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, so well it's talking about falling and stuff like that you've had some pretty harsh slams in your day yeah um, <laughs> uh not until uh like 30 through 40 i didn't really skate all that much i was filming a lot or i had a camera <laughs> and then uh i was like either doing something else and you know i was definitely not that into skating mm -hmm. at that point but i skated pretty often just not for whatever reason but then like 40 vert ramps started popping around again and i started going and it was like super sick like you know there was a ramp uh grosso had a ramp that he would let us skate and it was like the best thing ever it was like an 80s ramp you go there it's like lance is there grosso lester kasai omar hassan like you name it Legends. all these people yeah. and you're just like whoa it's like a full-time warp you know hasoy's there dressing it was amazing um and i i had fallen i broke my wrist and they, they put a plate right here just a little plate and i remember being like oh and i was like you know how you fall certain ways sometimes mm -hmm. it's just one of your things and i was like dude i always fall like that i'm like if i fall like that really hard i'm gonna break my forearm Oof. year later but to the day like i fell just heard an explosion, looked, oh. both bones severed. Like it, it's oh. like kicking a pencil on a curb, basically. Where, oh, where, like gosh. the plate was where? It was your, right here. Uh -huh. So both bones snapped across. Above, kind of above the yeah, plate. Yeah, because when From the, the pressure, metal doesn't move. Yeah, right? exactly. Right? So if you put a pencil right here and you put pressure on, mm -hmm. it's going to yeah, snap. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah, both yeah. bones went that way. Oh. And it was like, it was the day Clay Craner, uh, I believe it was his video, his first video part for Madness. Long story short, I'm in like beach attire. I think I had flip flops on, <laughs> some sh questionable shorts. And <laughs> we go down to this park in Vista. He's there with his parents um, that flew out for the premiere. Mike Burnett, some of the other dudes are there doing like a burnout for the day. And they're like, oh, you should get something. And I'm like, oh, nah. and then, you know, I'm talking to his parents and I'm like, oh, 
I'll mess with something. So I tried this one thing, and Burnett's like, dude, it looks dope. Do it. It's like an ode to Mike Carroll one foot off this sort of quarter pipe to flat bank, steep flat bank. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll get this done. And I go back, and I see Clay, and he's walking across the street with a 12 pack. He's like, you want a beer? I'm like, no, hang on. God, I wish I had the beer. <laughs> and I like did it and landed in a nose wheelie and like whipped out at the Ooh. bottom and I slammed super hard and I was like, dude, that was that was way too much for this. And I, I was sitting there, I was like, dude, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. So I, I went back, exact same thing, more <sighs> nose wheelie down. And I just heard boom. And I just looked up and everyone's face is like, uh. I looked at my arm and I just put it in my shirt ran to my car, put the AC on. Everyone's like, dude, what are you doing? And I was just like, dude, this is nightmare. Like totally hanging off, you know? Just, oh. So I'm like, I got to go. And I was going to drive to the hospital. And Clay's dad, who I just met, is like, dude, I'll take you. I'm like, it's all right. You, you're here for a part. He's like, no, I'll take you. So he drove me to the hospital. We get there. It's like a thousand people. Oh. And I'm just sitting there. And like, I'm like, dude... And then this doctor walks by. He's like, hey, whoa. And he just like grabbed me out of the line and he took me back. I'm sitting there and the X text like, oh, you or X-ray text like, okay, you need to straighten your arm. And I'm like, dude, chill for a second. He's like, no. And he, he's like, you need to do your elbow. I'm like, chill out, dude. And I just lifted my arm and clonked it over. So it was in a perfect Z. And he's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, and whatever. So then I get out of there. I'm like sitting there. I'm like, okay, this is crazy. And then I told Clay's dad, I'm like, hey, I appreciate it so much that, you know, but please go and, you know, enjoy the night. Mm-hmm. Go watch the party. He's like, I'm not leaving here, dude. I'm like, I know, but you flew out. Like, please, you yeah. know. And I also knew I wasn't getting surgery there. I was an SD. I figured I'd have to be up here, or whatever, okay. see a specialist. So finally, um, I was just assured him, like, by all means, please go see your... I don't want you to miss this. a big moment for all of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he leaves, and then they come back in, and I'm like, hey, can you guys just straighten this and put it in a splint? They're like, we're going to have to sedate you to do that. I'm like, dude, I don't care. Just, like, just do it. And so, like, five people come in, and they, like, yanked it straight and put it in a splint. And I was like, it felt like an elephant stood on my nuts. (laughs) I was like... And I was like... You know, once it's in the splint, I was like, I text Clay's dad. I'm like, did they start the video? And he's like, no, I think like 20 minutes. I was like, I'll be right there. And he's like, what? So I like rolled in and I remember everyone was just like, that was there was like, dude, what are you doing here? And I remember I grabbed the microphone. I was like, hey, skateboarding's dangerous. Like, <laughs> uh, enjoy the show. And I had like one beer and then I was out. And, uh, you know, so then I had to have this crazy surgery, went through that process through the course of that, I couldn't like skate or work out. So I started like doing a lot more like veggie based foods and just trying mm. that and reading a lot about that. Um, and, and kind of got really sucked into that. Not a hundred percent, but it was pretty, you know, I was like fascinated with it, you know, and how it works with the body. And then I started going to the gym again and I heard something pop and I was like, dude, I think I just broke my arm. And Ugh. I'm like, no fucking way. So I call my doctor. I'm like, hey, I think I just broke my arm at the gym. He's like, no, it's impossible. X-rays. Oh, the plate snapped in half. And I'm like, what the, the plate? Fuck? Yeah. So they had to do the surgery again. So again, I'm like on these like kind of big gaps of recovery. Good God. And with these slams, you know, I'm always thinking like, 
of my kids right away. I'm like, what an asshole. Like, I'm taking time away from them. What the fuck am I skating? Like, I'm an idiot. And then I am constantly wrestling, like, with them. Am I done? You know? And uh, so, of course not. And then I get back to skating, and I'm at the Vans <laughs> Park, and I slam, and everyone's like, dude, are you all right? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm good. And yeah. I get out, and I'm just sitting there, and I knew something super fucked up happened, but there was so much pain, I couldn't figure out what happened. And I couldn't take my pads off, because what I didn't know was I broke the cap off my elbow and this wrist at the same time. Oh, my god! So I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, chewing my pads off, and finally, I like stand up to skate out of the park, and I just felt like I was gonna vomit. So I knew oh, something man. was tweaked. I get in my car, I call my kids. I'm like, "Hey, I gotta go to the hospital. I'm sorry." And I'm, I felt like such a dick. Hmm. And they're like, "Okay." And and I touched my elbow, and I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> like that's not good." Yeah. And I fucking, it felt like a sod and half hardball. I was like, it was just floating, and I'm like, "Ooh." You could feel it. Yeah. So I get to the hospital and the hematoma where the blood rushes to protect the area. Mm. I shit you not was like this big. Right. And I'm like, dude. And I remember calling Bod and a couple other people I'm like, dude. And he's like, not again. I'm like, dude, you should see my fucking elbow. And, you know, so I'm waiting for the doctor because now I'm just like curious. I'm like, what do they do? You can't drain it. It's your blood, you know. And anyway, so long story short focus my elbow had to have surgery on that then i'm just like going to bed every night like a total loser dad like why did i do this again feel bad for my kids um but at the same rate i think this kind of has been somewhat inspirational to them because they know i'm old as fuck mm. they've seen me eat shit a lot of the times when i'm out skating it's just me and my daughter and like i'm having fits or eating shit she's laughing <laughs> while filming me it's a nice moment right. you know? <laughs> it's a nice and uh so this time i'm like i'm done like i fuck this you know and mm. i'm going to bed and i'm like so an invert like i slipped on and that's how it ends really and i just couldn't deal with it so i went to the doctor 9 a.m in the morning to do a structural check i'm like hey what do you think he's like dude you're healing really well he's mm. like i was like could this thing take a hit and he's like what do you mean? I'm like, can I slam on it? He's like, yeah. So I just drove straight to the Vans park. With no real idea of what I was doing, but I waited until they opened, mopped the ramp, and I was so scared to skate, but I was also like, like I got to do something. And I, I tried one invert. It was like the worst attempt ever. And I was like, dude, like so shook. Like, So I sat there and I was like, I got to do the next one. And I just did it. And I took my pads off and I felt so happy that it like relieved all that yeah. pressure to where I'm like, now, whatever. I'm like, right. you know, but it was just like that notion of like, so you can't do that anymore. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a weird feeling. Yeah. Totally. Uh, the invert arm is, was the same It was same all arm, the same, same wrist, arm. forearm. Okay. So wow. a lot of metal in there. But God um, damn. Yeah. How's Did it you, feel now? Um, it's pretty jacked, honestly. <laughs> I, I'm actually going to see a specialist tomorrow because there's so much nerve damage from the incisions. Oh. I think I like tore a ligament, but literally who cares about my arms? <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just interesting as you get older, you yeah. know, and it's really easy to pack it up and be like whatever, except right. for the fact that it's not, you know, mm, it's, it's, yeah, I think yeah. that's like in the skate somewhere where you're like, you know, obviously it gets harder to do certain stuff and 
it's very frustrating when your go-tos becomes your not happenings and you know yeah. but it's a fun process it's yeah sure. like nothing still like gets me psyched and like it could be as simple as just like board sliding a curb or whatever and i'm like dude it's yeah. so funny that little feeling is permanent it's yeah. so permanent regardless yeah. of how much pain it beats you with or you know it's the best feeling ever man. it is it is and i know when you get older it's tough like you said it's a kind of a battle it's like do i i want to give it up but i, I you can't yeah, i know it's like, i think too i i also recognize like uh years ago that uh passion provides you the key to anything mm, but sure. not everyone gets passion right and i don't mean monetarily or financially but if you really are passionate about something, mm -hmm. it can lead you in so many different directions, you know? And it's like, I think with skateboarding, like it's so easy to forget that when you've been in the mess for long enough, but those little glimmers, like it, you just sit back and it's like, of course, you know, um, watching the amazing skateboarding that's happening, the innovation or watching the guys that I was raised by ripping still, or yeah. mm -hmm. there's like endless sources, right? For and, sure. you know, most people, might have a photo of like Fiji on their fridge and that's enough to get them through, you know, yeah. whereas like in skateboarding, like, you know, it takes people around the world it you know, new Ooh. friends, mm -hmm. you know, all these different opportunities. Totally. And like I said, it can get cloudy for sure, you know, but it's always nice to center and just like, remember like, dude, like, skateboarding I, I mean the best lesson has always been like and i try and pass this on to everyone it's like skateboarding owes me nothing i owe everything i have good or bad to it yeah. you know and i know it's hard to understand that sometimes but it's like i didn't ever pick it up to get anything from it yeah right Same. and it's like you know like i said you can lose track of that but now at my age now and just skating and like the simplest trick sometimes just feels so good and you like it's almost like you're sitting next to your 12 year old self yeah. for sure and you've all of it's like new again yeah you know? yeah and then new or old tricks become your new tricks and yeah you know, it's full circle you know well it's even you know when i started skating curbs with roger it was like Oh, slappy, this fucking thing, you know, but, but it opened up a whole Dude. new universe to me of learning tricks that I could probably do on a ledge, but actually bashing into them. And it, it opened up a whole new Dude. like world of tricks for me, you and know, fun. it was like really and fun. And, fun. and yeah. it, but it was a bizarre kind of transition. Well, I know you, you were know? super technical too, but yeah. I, I mean, the stuff I see everyone doing like slapping curves, a for the record, I cannot slappy curves. It's embarrassing, but it's true. <laughs> Duffy can really slappy curves. Mm. Um, and so can many people today. But it's almost like curb skating has evolved at such a level now that it's like a finesse. Like, sure. I trip out, dude. Yeah. Like, the stuff people can do. It, it's Now there's a lane for everything. Sure. Back in the day, you had to try and do this because yeah. this is a status quo. Vert sucks. We get rid of it. You know, that's just <laughs> yeah, how it was, yeah. you know. And the funny thing Bring was... Back. Mm. Well, I think there's some people. There is. Coming. There's yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy laying it down. Jimmy yeah, Wilkins no doubt. I think they're, one of them. they're trying to make it like a Olympic. I mean, it's amazing that it wasn't in the yeah. Olympics yeah. because right. the bowl's one thing, but the bowl misses a lot of airtime. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whereas Vert, it's, you know, the reps are great and the stuff obviously you've seen from, you know, Tony Hawk, Soy, Miller, oh, yeah. Cab, Lance to, you know, Jimmy Wilkins, Pierre Luke, uh, 
Danny Way, Colin, like Burnquist. When they set, yeah, Burnquist. Yeah. When they set in Tom Boyle, when they set into routines, like they like master that shit. Oh yeah. And yeah. It's like easy to forget how gnarly these runs are, you know. For sure. uh, and for the public, I think Vert in the Olympics would be the best fit for sure. So when we That's did the Street game. League in Utah, and they had the Tony Hawk thing, yeah. um, demo or like the demo Legends, Legends thing. Yep. I mean, I, first of all, I was blown away. Like to see all these guys skate a ramp like a vert ramp in person together. I'm like, I don't even know if I'll ever. It's like wit- seeing the Beatles live. I, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I'll ever witness this again. I got to take this all in, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm not even a phone guy. I mean, I was like filming fucking yeah. the shit. But, um, you know, the crowd, I noticed the crowd. I mean, even when somebody would just do probably an ollie compared to what we, you know, it's like a, just an ollie on flat ground. The crowd would go crazy. Nostalgia is a powerful just thing. A back, are... Dude, just a backside air. I mean, the Cap crowd. Cap the energy was, crazy. was there. Sure. Energy, you yeah. know, because it's exciting. You watch that shit in person. Well, like you're saying, like, you know, that definitely, I saw that from afar, obviously, mm. but, you know, in the group of people that were skating yeah. and all the street Ooh. skaters watching the side, and the big yeah. crowd oh. stoked. Yeah. But it's like, you know, what they were doing at the Vans Combi thing. It's like you're in a time capsule. It's crazy. And the energy is just like it always was mm-hmm. on steroids. You know mm. what I mean? And you're seeing... You're like, whoa, like, whoa, all the dudes you looked up to still skating, you know, it's just awesome. And the new generation of street skaters who are in their best street skaters in the world getting so hyped for for these guys. It was like, it was kind of a magical thing that I I mean, it was there. Watching from afar looked really really magical. I I trip out how they have to like think so fast on the like next trick, like you hit huge air, the next trick, next trick, next Mm -hmm. trick. And as a street skater, yeah, it's it's, like the reps are, you know, like I said, like that's why I think Vert would be so good in the Olympics, Mm -hmm. whatever that even means. But it's like, (laughs) but it's like to win a Vert gold, you're going to have to be on it because people are going to be going, you know, you've obviously seen Bob and Jimmy Wilkins and all Mm. these people, what they're capable of. But even the doubles that like Tony and Andy do. It's insane. It's like, wow. Yeah. And that like goes overlooked to a certain degree where you look at it and you're like, how did they do that? And like, figure that out it's insane so, i i trip out because i was watching the park at the olympics and listening to some people talk like oh yeah uh this, that guy skates more he's a, as a vert skater and this guy's more of the park skater and i'm like i i can't tell the difference by watching him skate the park well like because i'm not i'm not fully in tune with that yet you know what i mean so i was like interested I'm like yeah. oh, i didn't realize that that's like two mm. completely different things sure right. yeah so i don't know i know. think that you know uh Quickly, shout out to the digital duo Rune Glifberg and uh, Crum. I think they might have won gold doubles somehow, somewhere, mm. but good work, guys. <laughs> Amazing uh, skaters, yeah. But yeah, I think the difference is like on a vert ramp, repetition is everything, right? Mm. And if you want to do airs or have your stuff going, you have to have like this vert pump, very steady. So as you're wondering, like, how do you think like that? You, it's all, you're, you're thinking a wall ahead, anyways, mm-hmm. right? With the bowl stuff, it's a little more sporadic, but the thing you see clearly is in the bowls, you might see a couple decent airs, but in vert, you're usually looking at six to seven feet as the back and forth. Yeah, right? yeah And that's yeah. why coupled in with the spins and the flip tricks and the lip tricks or you name it, inverts, whatever, it's such a good little show. It is. Because mm-hmm. to be the guy that's going to win, you are on a wild one. You know, Hawk at his best, oh Tissoy at his bad. best, Bob Burnk. Like... 
that Bob Burnquist run that's online. It's the craziest thing ever. And mm. that was like a run. Yeah. And yeah. you watch it and you're like, I think he ends it with a blunt kick flip or something. The exchange one? Yeah. Uh, and you're just yeah. like, what? Right. Yeah, I think it would be right. And he did like every hard trick like that no one else could do before all of that shit. Probably some of them were switched too. Or you yeah. look at like Bucky Lasek to mm -hmm. this day, like Bucky he's Lasek's only trilogy. better now. And that dude, we're this close to the same age and he is fucking ripping. Yeah. yeah. I never grew up on the vert, you know, I was, you know, the vert button in skate videos. Yeah, of course. Just, yeah. <laughs> but I respect it and I, I know, but when you see it in person, it's a whole different it's fucking wild, thing. It's wild. It dude. is so fucking exciting and just impressive. Well, I think too, maybe what you got to see a bit about is like I told you, like in the back, like or in the past, what drew us out was like mm. you see a photo in a magazine enough times, that's the ramp. You just want to be there, mm. and when you get there, it, the sessions are just like that, right? right? I'm sure you've been in plenty of amazing sessions at Good Ledges mm. or Manual Islands or whatever, where that group of people's there there's magic happening oh, left and yeah. right you know right. and it's and it, it's being fueled by each other and you, everyone wants a piece of it you know mm -hmm. and it's that's the thing that's super cool about like sessioning like that when there is no end game yeah you know the best only chase their own tails they're not constantly looking around for <laughs> you know what someone else is doing they're just working on their thing and right. you know you throw that into sessions and it's like you're just like, damn, dude, you know? Well, didn't they get the mega ramp now, too, and stuff like that? And like All the guys you have on Madness, I mean, I I, just, I don't know. That shit is completely insane. All the riders you have in that company are wild. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, um, I mean, it's, again, like, it's a different kind <laughs> of skateboarding. You know, a lot of it's rooted in transition skating. But at the end of the day, all those guys skate everything as well. Mm -hmm. Um and you know uh like they all like to skate street as well you know a lot of them are super into the curves mm -hmm. you know but i think what happened is you know during my time in vert skating there was a ramp that's what you skated then when all that disappeared and all these bulls started popping up all these guys just skate transition you know you could look back to say like a mccrank was one of the first hybrids of he was just fucking good at everything why look at what he grew up skating true mm -hmm. you know and he just killed everything he looked mm. you know or you look at uh, Creature, uh, I remember specifically when like uh, Al uh, Navarrete and Sam Hits were like, we're doing Creature again. I'm like, you fucking crazy? <laughs> but they hit it at a time where they were done with fucking what skateboarding's supposed to be. They just skated what they liked, fucking hit everything perfect, timing, what the kind of skating they were pushing, being part of the park movement, Next thing you know, the whole fucking world's green. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is a brilliant. Like, they did it on their own terms. Totally. You know? Timing is everything. Right. Oh, and exactly. It, totally. Yeah, and it, was, it was amazing to see, you right. know. They where, were the number one brand for a while, too. Dude, they've been fucking. Killing it. Nonstop. Yeah. But it was really that. I think that those guys were like, you know what? We like to skate pools and we like to skate vert. And that's what mm -hmm. we're doing. And, oh, now there's parks, too. We're going to skate those. And they just killed it, you know. That's their secret sauce. Yeah. Uh, Let me kind of. I want to get into the whole madness thing, actually. But um, I just want to go back to blind really quick because I, I was. In, I had a thought. I was like, we were talking about moving the needle on yep. certain things, and rebuilding blind. Eighteen years in the making. Um, 
you know, how, how do you judge that needle? Is it monthly or because I, I feel like if you change directions in a company, you have to wait a certain period of time to 100%. see how that moved the needle. And if it does, is there a certain time period that you kind of wait and see if something's working or not working? Yeah. How do you even like navigate that? I think that um, there's a couple things. One, I always joke like, I want a, a board wall of all my worst ideas, boards <laughs> that made it to graphic. Okay. You know, because okay. when you don't know what you're doing, you're trying everything to fit something that you're not. Mm. And like I said, that's like a traditional problem. You know, whatever the company may be, when it comes out, everyone's like, dude, this shit's sick. And five years later, it's massive. Chances are it's not always going to be the coolest thing since sliced bread. That's guaranteed, uh, right? You just don't know when that time comes. Sure, sure. And I don't want to throw any companies' names in that, but we've all seen it happen, right? So in the case of Blind, they just ran with the character just on everything. It was like, whatever, there's no thought behind it. Yeah. You kind of walk away from that. Then during that era, you know, you have like Girl and Chocolate Strong, Workshop, Baker, I don't know, Death Wish comes after that. Uh, different brands, you know, Blueprint, uh, mm. Maybe Polar later on okay, is starting okay. to emerge. Sure. There's these big shifts, quasi, like different stuff's oh, yeah. happening, uh, obviously, to F.A. and hockey and, you yeah. know, all these cool Welcome. brands. Yeah. And, and you know, Blind was already someone's favorite brand three different times. Yeah. So chances are it's going to fall out, right? And when you're trying to fix that, it's kind of impossible because you're trying to appease to people that have already outgrown the situation. Where it's like, you know, if the hot trend is to wear all red and everyone's wearing all red, you can bank on one thing. At some point, they're not going to wear all red. <laughs> sure, right? But right. it's hard to predict. Now, on the flip side of that, you want to just put out good skateboarding. You want to build some sort of vibe and you mm -hmm. want to have people that can tolerate each other and, you know, uh, skate together and have fun. Yeah. Um, once you start doing that, you can tell authentically that there's some camaraderie and people are down for the cause. Uh, secondly, you keep pounding at the rock and putting out good content that the, the haters get a little less about, well, I don't know about his visor or I don't know about his sunglasses or I don't know about his shoelaces or whatever they want to cherry pick to not hate, you know? So you start to win some of those guys mm. over or you start touring, which is, probably the best thing you can do because then at least you're going to shake hands and meet people yeah. and kick it with people. And you know, you got the guys like, yeah, I, I wasn't gonna go this fucking demo, but you know, they were all right, <laughs> you know, yeah. whatever. And yeah. you know, you kick it with them, you have a beer with them, whatever, talk, get to meet them. Mm -hmm. You start, I wouldn't say winning people over, but just being who you are and, and it starts to work. And then to the graphic conundrum, right? you at least for me you try everything and the more you do that you know you're just going in the wrong direction so you know you start to hone in on things that matter to you and of course the two things that i've always thought were great about blind or the og logo that mark did is just timeless it's just got such prevalence mm -hmm. and it's just Definitely. it just looks nice you Beautiful. know mm -hmm. and then the original reaper you know i see a lot of people that were always doing collabs and to this day they're very collabs are everywhere but I was always kind of like, why would we do collabs when we have the Bugs Bunny of skateboard art? Mm. Let's bring mm -hmm. them back in a slower pace, you know, and just be who we are. And Not abuse me, it. Sure. Right. I just think that like our 
our symbols out are the OG logo and the Reaper. Those are two things that are truly blind. Mm. You know, and I always heard about the blind the pants. Weren't yeah. those huge back in the day? Well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. huge and, and big. Yeah. <laughs> both of those. Both of those. <laughs> but yeah, Blind was, I think, the first company uh, to do jeans. And, you know, at the time, sizing was crazy. There wasn't really much to them. You know, there was a, a, a tag. Yeah. But at the time, it was very similar to the shoe industry. Like, these are skateboarder jeans. Skaters wanted to wear them. I mean, everybody I can think of during that era wore blind jeans. Oh, yeah. If they had anything oh, to do yeah. with Dwindle or not, they got, sure. you know, I used to wear Sheppy's hand-me-downs with the stickers on the bottom oh, and yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. And they were like big. Yeah. <laughs> and I was psyched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were you all know? psyched at that time for sure. Did I, you guys bring them back? We did, yeah. How and, did that go? Uh, it does pretty good. I think yeah. that a lot of like the different brands... You know, I, I think a lot of uh, the different brands out there have their own take on that right now because you see a lot baggier clothes mm-hmm. and yeah. it's definitely getting a little extended at this point. But <laughs> I'm not it's 14, so it's coming back around. You know, but, you know, it, it's cool to see. And that's why I was saying earlier, like there's really a lane for everyone in skateboarding now, whereas a lot of what most everyone in this room have went through was like all this trial and error and you know a lot of judgment and a lot of harshness and you know where it's like now you do whatever you want and there's a spot you know totally yeah totally yeah it's interesting to um gauge where something's going and where something i mean it's it, yeah, it seems like an impossible task, you know. And but I think on the other hand, to that is like you're also the blind skaters. I mean, they're, they it speaks for themselves. It's like you've put together this like incredible team that you're letting the skating do the talking too. I, yeah. yeah, I've. I, I mean, I'm always a fan of that. You yeah. know, like I said, uh, I'm. I've kind of had it. Everyone's got something to say about everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where I was always saying, you know, I've heard people say this about big rail skaters or Manny skaters or curb skaters or vert skaters. I'm like, yeah, but if you were there, you would not say a word like this. You would just be shocked, awe, and sight. Sure. Yeah. You know, so right. it's like, regardless if it's a 25 stair rail and it's not your thing, you don't have to really like it, but you should respect it because. I've tried manuals. They <laughs> don't like me. I suck. I, I suck at a lot of skateboarding things. But, you know, I respect the level of talent that it goes into people that are really good at manis. It's tough. That's not easy thing to do. Right. Yeah. The guys that are down to get on the big rails, it's not easy thing to do. Yeah. The guys that just have proper finesse and pop, like mm. all the ingredients of skateboarding are, are good like that. You know, well, yeah. I remember... And, uh, y- Carlos Ruiz yeah. going to El Toro being like, oh, dude, Weiss, uh, Gallant, like, dude, Weiss, Weiss is going to El Toro, meet me there. Carlos wants the back lip. And I was, I don't even know who this kid is, but it's one of those things I didn't know about this kid and nor did I really care yet because sure. I, I was like, oh, cool. This other kid is doing gnarly shit. Everyone's doing gnarly shit. Yeah, nobody had heard him at, at, at that point. But mm. when you watch him do it in person, you like, you have this like different look at oh, it, yeah. right? And you meet the kid. He's like super cool. You're like, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I it think, happens a lot. Yeah. I think that, you know, in his case, you know, a lot of people would say, oh, he's super underdeveloped or whatever. I'm like, I guess if that's how you see it. But he also backlipped Del Toro and switched 50 that Heath Hubba in Carson or wherever. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. 
when I saw that happen, yeah, I get it. He's not the most fluid guy I'd ever seen skate. But I never seen anyone switch fifty the gnarliest I've <laughs> to this day ever seen in my life on his lunch break. <laughs> oh you know yeah, what I mean? his or back fifty at first try or so it's like I wasn't really trying to gauge him in any other way than he was ambitious, he was mm. down, you know? And I thought it was hilarious, all these people like talking so much. Oh, that guy, I can't believe he just backlipped El Toro and switched 50 to, where's his tray flip? Yeah. Who fucking cares? Yeah. Go fucking try that yourself. Dude, when people you know? were saying totally. that, people were, and then like Danny Way, I remember, I think I was on a DC trip back in the day and Danny Way was like, dude, I want that kid on DC. Yeah, well. Like, it was I, like, I, people were You know, there was things. a lot of people that were like, who's this new guy doing this crazy mm, shit? Let's just yeah. bash on him because it's the easiest thing sure. to do. Um, and then I was telling everyone like what was happening. Everyone was like, dude, yeah, I'm down to give him whatever. And, you know, you see it differently. And I understand both sides of it. But again, he was super humble. He wasn't trying to do anything other than whatever to the point where we would tell him like, you don't have to fucking like just do crazy shit, like skate and have fun. Yeah. But it was in him to challenge himself at a crazy level. So who am I to say no? And I get a kick out of that shit. Right. <laughs> right. You're going to switch 50 that fucking thing? Let's go. Grab me a lawn chair. <laughs> You know, fucking, of course I want to go. And for, you know, like you said, you were at one of the missions to El Toro. Yeah. Those things started to get pretty big when he was like calling it out. So we would call everybody, like, <laughs> come meet us. Amazing. And it didn't happen the first time, you know, but when it did, I tell you that little sh ripple effect traveled a long way because yeah. all of us were tripping. Yeah. You know? And it was like... Yeah, dude, I, I would laugh my ass off well, when we landed it. It was just insane to watch there's, in person. There's just one of those things where it's like, okay, whatever you want to say, but he did back lip El Toro. Oh, yeah. You go stand up there and yeah. ask yourself, like, am I willing to go through that? You he, know? Did he, he did the middle rail, right? Yeah. Was yeah. it the middle? Yeah. 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 And, like, like, talk about the trick that... I mean, I think everyone saw the switch front board that didn't go well on that, right? Oh, um, Dan Peugeot. <sighs> Worst case scenario. Dan Peugeot, yeah. Dude. yeah. Right? Yeah. Pitched. Oh. That's a, ho it's and a it's horrible, really horrible fall. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. And Bad. it's not like, you know, like no one wants to ever see anyone get hurt. No, no one wants whatever. But at the same rate, people do understand the challenge in front of them. And for the amount of times and gnarly shit I've seen people do live... I've not really seen people get too worked. Mm. Skateboarders have a pretty relevant like idea of when things are going yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dan did try that in a line too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, sometimes, yeah, you know, it, but again, like that's skateboarding, right? It's like mm. for the amount of gnarly shit you see on the regular, people are still cranking that stuff out and relatively unharmed. I mean, kids nowadays, that's their learning curve is oh. watching this shit now. Well, when you see, you know, I always thought about it and, and I think PJ was always to me like the, when I first heard about him and I actually saw his skateboarding, I was like, dude, this is what happens when natural talent meets what you put in front of someone. And he just blazed so far ahead of everyone. And I, I just remember being like, it's like he controls his board like no one I'd ever seen. Yeah. It's and the finesse and the catch and the, Everything was just so good. I was yeah. like, fuck. Mm, that was such an enjoyable part of skate or time in skateboarding when that PJ Lad video came out. 
Because it like it hit the world, like skate world, so hard. Dude, oh, that fun. fucking line on the side of the yeah. street yeah. is like the that best ledge. thing ever. Yeah, the Winslow Little Ledges. Yeah, that's you so know? good. And man. his shoes, like you're falling off his feet. <laughs> like it's so sick, you know. Yep. Skate rat. Yeah. Like, he is amazing. It's an interesting time right now in skateboarding. And with that being said, you know, you starting up a company, Madness and everything. How did that even come about? What were you? Um, you know, Blind, you know, is is not mine, right? Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and I've always uh, wanted to do what I can to help it and, you know, and, and help the kids that ride for it and, and sort of make it... Uh, make it resonate with people again. Mm. Um, and I think we've done a decent job. Um, and I think, like I said, like I really like the characters that have ridden for it or ride for it now yeah. because they're down, you know, and it's like, it's such a, uh, vast group of talent that all bring something different to the table. Mm-hmm. So with, uh, madness, you know, I'd always wanted to do something sort of, uh, that was, uh, inspired by, that first four years of my skateboarding where shape boards and like, I remember everyone I had, I remember why I liked it. I remember what color it was, what it smelled like, like all this goofy shit. And I was like, you know, um, I I wanted to do something that shined light on transition skating of any kind. Mm -hmm. And I'd always played around with the idea, but it didn't really start moving until, uh, I don't know what year it was, but Mike Fraser was at VertAttack in, uh, I think it's Malmo, Sweden, where they have that. It's like an 80s vert ramp. They bring everyone from all different decades. Mm. It just looks like the best time. And it's like mm. a big show and session for the weekend. And I remember Fraser because of the time difference, it's, I woke up and there's all these clips and it was of Clay Craner skating that vert ramp padless, like hitting the roof fucking. I was Man. like, what, who is this? And, Fraser's like, dude, I don't know. I'm like, get me his number. And he's like, why? I was like, I don't know. (laughs) So his impact on me right there was just, I'm like, what? Whoa, dude. Like I hadn't seen shit like that ever. And I was like, this is crazy. And then of course I had already uh, been wanting to do something. And then I started to think about it more and more. And I was like, dude, it'd be so sick to like, you know, every skateboard to a certain degree is the same. Like I want to make different stuff and I want to like, you know, skateboards are forty nine ninety nine. I'm like, why aren't, why don't we make nicer skateboards that, mm-hmm. you know, where you really can get into the wood shop and really fuck with like fit and finish and detail and like really put the energy into each board. And, you know, the more I started thinking about this, I started talking to a few people and uh, Sam Beckett was one of the riders. And I, I you know, I, I started sort of building this thing where, you know, Sam, Clay Craner, uh, Alex Pearlson to me was always one of my favorite skateboarders. So I, I wanted him involved. And I remember talking with them, you know, and again, we didn't really have a roadmap, but I was like, you know, we should make like really cool skateboards. And they're like, like, how cool can we make them? I'm like, I don't know, we should fucking, everyone should be like super crazy. And I remember uh, Sam was like, it's almost like, you should, you don't know if you want to skate it or hang it on the wall. And I was like, exactly. Like, that's how much I want to pour into each board. And, uh, so as this started going, you know, I was fortunate in a sense to start working with Eric Woolham at dwindle and explaining kind of like what I was seeing or, you know, and, and the, the name madness, like to me meant a lot, like a, 
I have next level OCD. I always have, but you know, to a, to a fault at points, but it also kind of represented like what I see skateboarding. Like no one like puts a gun to someone's head and says, Hey, skate that 20 stair and knock your teeth out and get back up and skate it some more. Mm -hmm. It's like a skateboarder's way, right? It's, it's this madness of like, you know, like what is really going on here? What is the drive? Why is it, did they conquer these? If again, it could be a manual, it could be a big set of stairs, it could be whatever, but mm -hmm. chances are that skater will get through this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah, yeah. battling is an understatement compared to the mental stress and everything sure, you go through, but the persistence is there, right? Mm. So, you know, madness uh, just seemed very fitting to skateboarding, at least for me, right? right. Um, and then, you know, as we got uh, into like ideas, like uh, Woolham, like so, he like when we, when I saw the first line, like he so well like overachieved what my mind even was mm. ever at to where he's at now. It's just like I, his dude, he's on one. Like the way the attention to detail he puts into the boards and like the graphic and like everything, like all the different inlays or textures, it's like phenomenal. And it's so rad to like work with someone that's like mm -hmm. he's he like outdoes it every time. I'm like fucking are you shitting me? You know? So it's like really fun because we made these, like they were thought of like, you know what I mean? Sure. Like being part of that process is really exciting and having, you know, my biggest challenge, how do we do it cooler next time? And being able to work with someone that's like, gets that. And then of course, like, you know, working with Bod who, you know, fully understood where my passion lied in, in this and, you know, uh, doing a new brand without question, like the last thing a, a shop wants is another skateboard company. I get it, dude. Like, <laughs> it's like, fuck off, you know? So when I first started doing this, I would call the different shops around here and be like, hey, you know, I'm doing this thing. They're like, oh, fuck. And I'm like, I'll, I'll come by. And they're like, oh, please don't. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, so I would show up and I remember showing people and they were like, this shit's sick as fuck. I'll take it all. Wow. And, you know, and... I think a bit of what has happened is, you know, uh, I think people enjoy the effort that we're putting into the product. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that, uh, you know, it's fun uh, when a brand has a reason to exist. And I feel like part of that's transition. Part of that is, you know, the kind of group that we've put together. Um, I see it differently. You know, I'll see uh, people in Australia versus people in France versus people in Canada, the brand means something different to mm. everyone. It's not like you just get, you know, Tony Hawk, Costin, and Daywan, and this is the reason you're buying our new company. It's like, oh, you, you like they see it and they appreciate, I think, some of the energy that goes in. Uh -huh. So it just makes it that much more fun for us to do. And then, of course, at the end of the day, the skating that these guys do is 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 really crazy, but also honest. Like this is how they skate all the time and being able to like capture that and present that or, you know, get them out on the road and stuff, mm -hmm. I think is like the funnest thing, like just to keep moving that for other people to enjoy it. Or, That's sick. You know, you got Ace Pelka. I know. Like, yeah. dude, that dude's incredible, man. Dude, he, yeah. I mean, again, I always try and, and, and try and find people that bring something different. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you know, like his form of skateboarding is 
so fun yeah it's gnarly you know it's it's hard mm-hmm. to decipher the difference between because <laughs> yeah, he always looks like he's having fun but he's doing fucking gnarly shit yeah you yeah. know slapping and, off roofs dude that thing <laughs> i was yeah, thinking sorry. like of what and how that worked out for him versus if someone like me tried it and had <laughs> oh, to be carted away God. in an ambulance like that's like commitment right there. Oh, my oh God. Because, yeah. A, I can't slap you anything, but just knowing that someone's yelling at you, you got, like, one try, and if it doesn't work, you're a good 10 feet in the air. Ooh. Yeah. Sketchy. Yeah. I was madness. on that one. Yeah. 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 But then, you know, you got, you know, all, all the dudes, like, uh, I, we just put out a part for Martino on Thrasher, and I don't think all that many people in the States knew about his part, but if you haven't seen it, you mm. know, it, it's... Dude, his brand of skateboarding is like insane. Well, congrats. Thanks. Sounds like yeah. you're having fun doing it. And um, also, you know, you're, is it hard to juggle like blind and madness? They're two and different stuff? things. Right. I think that I'm passionate about both of them mm, equally. You right. know, I, I'm totally invested in what I do with the blind guys as I am with the madness. And because the skateboarding's different, it's kind of like listening to different music to a degree. Yeah, like I you, can see that. you get in a different, you know, mindset. Like, when you're skating the bowl versus like skating sure, street or whatever, sure. but it, it's all skateboarding. But yeah, you, it's I, I it's like watching a drama or a comedy or something. Yeah, <laughs> shift gears, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah I, I, and I'm lucky in the sense that these guys, you know, if it's the people that I work with behind the scenes or the skaters themselves, they inspire me so much that it's like it doesn't feel like work, even mm. though like it's fucking crazy, yeah. you know. But it's so like fun to to work on all this stuff and make shit happen with them. Well, I I, li- I love that about you because you're not only like you know there you know doing team manager stuff, but you're out in the streets with them too. You know, I think yeah. wasn't TJ telling the story how when he first got here you took him to like El Toro, like oh, straight off the bat or no, something. No, that we went straight from LAX to Hollywood. So. Oh, uh, Hollywood, yeah, yeah. that's right. And I mean, he was gassed on giving it a whirl. It was kind of dark and he did leave with staples. (laughs) But I mean, he he did end up going, doing it. He did it. It it was ruthless. And it's like, you know, I don't get out as much as I used to by any Mm -hmm. means, but I always like being there when it's really going down because it's like, you know, uh, I just feel like all the energy when, you know, and, and a lot of the times like I'll call people like, you know, up until recently, if I'm at Hollywood 16, Beeble's right there with us too. Yeah, or, you know, yeah. like I let everyone know we're up here and come you know, meet come meet, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's fun to see different generations of skateboarders, you know, because like I remember one time we were there and they're like, dude, that fucking Beeble? And they're fucking losing they're it, you know, because they're so amped and he's, you know, how he is. He's, he's just hyping yeah. them up and For fucking sure. there to support it and you know wow. that cycle never ends right mm-hmm. oh i Gosh. love man it's so good but yeah tj what was he trying he got staples in his head what was switch he front three that's right switch front three Jeez. yeah and Bro. you know mind you in hindsight driving from lax in traffic to get there right as the sun's Oof. setting him being kind of juiced me having a trigger finger for the camera and saying well maybe and you know unfortunately <laughs> you know when someone gets hurt like that it's a nightmare it and then totally you're going. but you know totally. again like he he did end up uh going back and Hell you know yeah. sometimes that shit happens and as mentioned like sometimes it's a whole lot of nothing that gets you yeah you know 
By the way, can we just mention, uh, shout out TJ Rogers. He's yes, fucking annihilating it right now. Yeah. And I don't know what it is about him, but like, so, he's always been good, but for some reason this this switch has been flipped in his head and he's just going crazy. I feel like he's, he's a high energy dude. He's always been like yeah. that. I feel like a lot of it might have to do with living in LA. Mm. I think that a, a lot of that before, you know, he was kind of like, oh, I have to be in my car. Oh, we're going here. Oh, we just got kicked out. And even though he's very capable, I think it was kind of draining him. Sure. To now, I believe, I don't know his routine outside of what I see, but I know he's just on his board all the time. He's like a kid in a candy store in L.A., and everywhere he looks, there's something else. And <laughs> he skates so much that he just he can't help himself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think that coupled with his the way he skates and the abilities he has, you know, he's got really good ledges. He's got super good pop. He, so t I think it's, it's just like the best place for him to be. Yeah. And, you know, he genuinely loves to skate. So I think he's just fiending off it, you mm -hmm. know? And I think that the, the amount of time he's putting in on his board versus driving around, trying, you know, eight hour days of, Oh, we got kicked out. Like now he's just skating. It's all fluid. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. like, you know how it is. It's like if you can, if you grew up skating in a city and you skate in the city, you're on your board all the time. Yeah. In California, it's a little different than people think sometimes because you come out here, you spend four hours a day in a car, you know, that's not yours. You're on someone else's time and mm. it can be a little yeah. Totally. Sure. I mean, dude, he's got, he, to me, it looks like he has two video parts already filmed. He's got a full HD part and he's got a full, almost a full VX part. Yeah, I mean, I he, like, he literally is always skating. Yeah. And <laughs> he's crazy. pretty much early bird too. And, you know, mm. um, and I think too, if you, if you look at different skaters, like there's certain times where all of it just comes to a head and they're mm. just on it, you know, it's yeah. like. And he's also made a lifestyle change as well too, so. His pants are. Or his clothes are big. His bigger clothes. Yeah. Smaller yeah. tank top. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's comfortable. He's comfortable. Yeah. I love, it's fun talking to him about that because he's like, oh, dude, there's no way. It's too small. I'm like, dude, it's, it's an XL. He's like, there's no way. Size, size 38, too small. Right. I'm like, all right, dude. But listen, he's, yeah, got, he's got his shit. Hey, yeah. He's comfortable, yeah. you know, because skating is about feeling comfortable. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you if know. you're feeling good, you're definitely going to feel better about, you oh, know, yeah. like I, I know everybody's been there where it's like, you know, you ride for certain companies, you're getting flowed and you're trying to put on your happy face where you're wearing some shit that you'd never wear. And you're just like, oh, fuck, I don't like orange T-shirts or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, sure. you know, if it's as simple as a white tee and a pair of jeans oh. and that's your shit, you yeah, know, yeah. it feels I'm better. I'm not mad at that at yeah, all. Yeah, man. You know, um, I, yeah, dude, I think and L.A. is such a healthy skate scene. Yeah. You know, it's like there's always something going on. For sure, sure, for sure. That's true. Yeah, it's interesting. Tons of spots. You just got to have a car, man. Yeah. 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 That's the thing is when I go to Barcelona, man, I feel so good. Yeah. Because I'm, you're skating everywhere. Well, sure. You're, you're skating on, you're on your board nonstop. A lot of yeah. that, too, is like the time on your board. Like mm. I said, like it's it programs you to totally. feel good on your board because you're constantly moving. Right? Yeah. Whereas if you just yank your board out of a car at whatever age I am, and you just jump into a session. It's not so fun. It's yeah. not. You know, it's like you cement feet. You're just like, dude, 
No, there's a process to it. You got to get warmed up for like 30 minutes. That doesn't take time. I mean, like, yeah. seriously. And then you're like, okay, I can, I'm feeling all right. And not only that is you've just fought like an hour and a half of traffic. Yes. Sure. So there's all these like mental things get, that go get along with the it, car too. Aches, well, out the car. Oh. <laughs> I mean, uh, rewarming us. Southern yeah. California, Northern California is a tough place to get Ooh. done what you want for yeah. the obvious reasons. You mm -hmm. know, someone recently was asked me like oh why do skaters go to china and i'm breaking down i'm like well you know there's multiple reasons you know it's like in china you know you go to shenzhen the city's 20 years old and it houses 20 million people so if you just think about that for a second there's a lot of shit to skate right you're in the center of the city you look in every direction it's bigger than any city i've ever seen yeah right and then you're at a spot and you're like dude if i only had a motorcycle i could and the next thing you know you're being towed by a cop yeah, <laughs> that's why you go to China. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Right? It's made of mar it marble. It's made of marble. Yeah, every spot like, is just beautiful. And yeah. you know, in Cali, it's like you think like you have these ideas in your head if you're the skater or the filmer or the photographer or whatever. And it's like, well, this is our Saturday. And you get there, and there's a school function going oh, on, or you get kicked yeah. out right away. Or Farmers market or something. And it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. And, you it know, is, and I know for sure. So many skaters have put in so many hours to make this shit happen that people see that you, obviously you don't get to see all that. Right. But it's a fucking, it's a nightmare. He, to say the least. Do you take a step back now a little bit from going out in the streets and letting him go skate? Like, does Blind have a filmer right now? or It seems like over the last decade, people are much more self-sufficient in that routine. Like, everybody's got a friend with a camera. Mm, yeah. You know, they have their little, they definitely... Uh, you know, they, they go out knowing that they're probably going to want to get something, mm -hmm. right? Whereas back in the day, you might only have one person assigned to, right. you know, and, and there's been plenty of that as well. Um, yeah. And, you know, when you get groups, big groups of skaters, there's that fine line, like how many is too many people for the session? And, you know, no one wants to be a dick, but you're trying to do your thing. And, you know, it's... Uh, there's no perfect equation to like how that works. Right? right. So again, that's why I think that, um, it's cool to have been able to see all these different changes and what everyone mm -hmm. went through and, you know, the era of video parts and what they mean or what they don't mean, Yeah, you know, or right. what people are just doing on the regular now, or, you know, are you constantly thinking about like the business end of skating now? Or are you just constantly not like, so not, no? not making not, your brands bigger? Like making um, like how do how do we go from here to even I think more less about that mm. to a degree more about what can we put in front of the guys that'll be fun and ambitious. Okay, I like right? that. Right? Like yeah. you want to keep everyone motivated, but understandably that's you can't always be totally motivated. So yeah. trying to like you know, again, like the video, I, I'm a huge fan. It was like everything to me. It's not the mm. same place now, right? And people move in such different ways that it's kind of hard to get everyone on that page, yeah. let alone with like, just like, you know, there seems to be like a contest every three hours that's nowadays, <laughs> some new fucking event, you know, and yeah, you're just like, dude, like, right? right. Yeah. And again, like what, what does it matter to that skater? Because mm. again, now you pretty much can pick and choose. Like you don't have to migrate to California anymore. You can just stay put. It could be anywhere. You yeah. can 
never leave your town if that if if you're doing it right yeah. yep you know yeah. or for day one you know yeah or you know you look at <laughs> so certain guys that are still video park guys you know if it's mark Sichu or, oh, yeah. or you know when he puts it down you're just like you want to watch because you know he's down for that that's his thing yeah. so you know it's just going to be awesome sure yeah. Right? sure yeah it's an interesting way to look at it i like that though you want i mean if your writers are having fun and doing stuff. I mean, the, that's what it's all about. Well, I think too. There's that like thing with brands, right? I, you know, when brands get to 20 years, it's a big deal. But mm-hmm. it's also kind of like the kiss of death because you're kind of outgrown a few generations. There's always new guys coming in. Right. Mm-hmm. You think you're the cat's pajamas to a young kid. You're someone's grandfather's company. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's hard to have your cake and eat it too in that respect. So mm-hmm. I think that, you know. Once you get through that and have a bit of a humble pie, so to speak, you can understand a little more about who you really are and who you were in the first place. So you get to 25 and then you, you, you're there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the cool thing about skateboarding is, you know, A, you can't learn it all. B, there's always going to be someone coming after you. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it's a very ambitious business, you know? Totally. totally. And anyone can be a part of it. Yeah. Regardless of our industry being bizarre at best, there's a lot of good people in it. You know what I mean? But anyone that's been in it has been through some wild shit, you know? And, uh, but it's also amazing to see that little company that you heard about fucking killing it in in every store now. You know what I mean? What you didn't really look at. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, like those dudes are doing it right, you know? Yeah. So it's like kind of like, and it's always evolving, but it's also like constantly inspiring to see, you know, other people's ideas brought to light, you know, mm. at least for me, I, I'm always like entertained by that, you know, even if it's not a brand that fits you, my right, you know, or liking or, yeah. or whatever. How long has Blind been around? Do we know? Uh, 89, right? 89? Was it 89? I mean, wasn't I mean, that the first shirt in Hawaii that Gon's doing the... 88 how many years is that it's 32 30 30 about to be 33 right wow damn dude been a part of it for 18 of those yeah which is weird (laughs) when you first was it was the team solid when you got on was it who was on at that time i think ronnie was on okay uh what's that kid's name really good kid uh, from Orange County. Massimo? Yeah. Cavadoni? Mm-hmm. Um, James. James Craig, okay. Gershon. Ah, Gershon. Was Aaron Evan. Artist, or did you put Aaron Artist on the team? Wasn't he got he? on after. He was on after. Mm. Um, and maybe Gideon? I'm not sure. Oh, wow. Gideon right. was on then, I think. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know. Because they had had that group for quite a while, I think, right? From like kind of the trilogy to... Ronnie vs. Day One 2. Yeah. Because Gideon then, was on that. Then you had, you know, uh, Corey, James, Duncombe, mm-hmm. Aaron oh, Artist. Yeah. Uh, Robbie McKinley later. He was, no, he was before. Was he before? He was, yeah. well, he, he was, was supposed girl. to be, well, was he on Blind Then Girl? Yeah. Yep. Right? Yeah. It was yep. like him and yep. James were the two, like, they were the superstar Callie Everyone was like, that that was like the, the draft picks for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I heard, I heard about them in Canada. Like everyone knew, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
totally. Wow. I mean, that's, again, like, that's how shit was, right? Like, yeah. you knew a lot about a skater that you've never seen. You hear it's about it. It's all word of mouth, yeah. Right. I, I remember when Wenning and Papalardo came up, it was like, whoa, these are the fucking new dudes, but you didn't really see them yet, mm-hmm. you know? Then they showed their talent. Lenny like, Kirk was, oh, dude, wow. I remember just yeah. being like, dude, like, you know, this dude's fucking gnarly. Yeah. Random question, like, uh, skater of the year this year, who do you, who do you think's got this year? Um, Have you thought about it at all? I, I saw some. I saw the like the original list, which is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, fuck, it's it's tough. I feel like uh, Mark's up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's just. I don't like. I can't associate him with any other skaters, but he's constantly putting out beautiful work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like when I watch his skateboarding, I can tell like there's a lot of time spent in. A lot of thought and mm-hmm. a lot of probably same things like having to go through the motions to get what you really want, mm-hmm. which in skateboarding is a little different nowadays. It's like just it's like a, people put out a lot of stuff mm-hmm. where what I've seen, at least from him, is it seems very out of his own hand. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. yeah totally. strategic about it. You know, sure. yeah. and it's like fucking cool to watch for sure absolutely not everybody can do what they really want to do and right like, i want to do it here and exactly at this day yeah. i want to follow this clip let's yeah, go right like, after this clip he might song. be on like, some like yeah. reverend shit where he's like we got to go at the magic hour it's 5 56 on the uh, east yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you're thinking about it from that angle <laughs> yeah. you're fucked up, but it's really. his parts look like that yeah, yeah. yeah. he's very methodical and yeah, it's like all methodical. the way it's like the selections are lined up like oh yeah left or right i mean i think it's no i think he's gonna win that's just my yeah yeah Yeah. for sure it's down to like utah if it's only them two i'm just it seems like just them two at the moment well then yeah you keep seeing these parts drop you're like dude you or not i'm sorry uh mark i'm like wow you just how how much footage did you get this year like you got more footage in one year than i've probably had I could ever think I could ever get in my lifetime. Like, you know you what I mean? I got more footage in three months. Yeah. yeah. I'm not the lifetime. biggest fan of like having to stack parts like near the end of the year, like, oh, we're on our third part or whatever. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I just like see it for like, I don't know if the last full part I saw him, it was Adidas part. He did the drop one a few part. months ago, like two months ago, he dropped an Adidas and it part. Was, it was fucked, right? It was good. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know. To me, sometimes, like, uh, he always brings such a creative, high level of skateboarding, but then coupled with the spot selection and just, Dude. again, not everyone has that, that yeah. opportunity, but the way he has made that, like, his reality is sick, dude. Yeah. Amazing. It's yeah. like, I just don't see that a lot. And then he sprinkled a couple contests in there. He skated. He, oh, skate. he did he's not ruthless. have to skate no contest at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just to do that as well. And don't get me wrong. Uto was in the Olympics. He won. For the sure. The Olympics. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot to compare. But I, mean, I was thinking same. You, I, know? you can't underride that no, because it's not. like it's he's huge. steadily been putting out footage, mm-hmm. killing contests, won the Olympics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, we we asked this here, like, do you think that Thrasher puts that in part of Thrasher of the Year? Like, oh, man, this guy won the Olympics. I was thinking about that when I was thinking that thought. But yeah. because they're Thrasher, they kind of have to because – or not that they have to, but it is part of history. For sure. Yeah, yeah. And true. I know they this honor fundamental big things, good or bad, changes in skating. So yeah. I don't know if they look at that or not. You know, I know that. I mean, it has to be, but again, I'm I'm thinking just 
I mean, they both had stellar years. I can't say it's wild, honestly, right? It's wild. It's, it's, it's such is. different ways. It like, really is. Yeah, I yeah. Would hate to be the decision. I mean, maker. they have, dude, the amount of like gnarly parts that pop up on Thrash or you know, on a regular is gnarly. Like, you know, I can't even keep up with like, them sometimes. Dude, like, yeah. and people, you know, that obviously is the title belt spot to put yeah. your footage. Right. And people deliver, you know, yeah. and they do a great job of like fucking showcasing the gnarliest shit. Truly. Fuck. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's not going to be me. <laughs> Again. Listen. Again. $20,000 naked 540 may, you know, race the, uh, yeah. race the top 10 at a. Uh, Your thrasher. face might pop up there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A few, other, a few other body parts. Have the yeah. uh, statue of Weiss to stand there naked. Yeah. That, oh, know. that's a new trophy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Naked wow. Weiss. Yeah. The... Yikes. <laughs> uh, so Amazing. maybe we're doing the naked 540 again. Or 20 At grand. 50. Listen. There we go. How, Ooh, how long we go. are we away from that? Oh, we're getting close. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like we're knocking on that door. Yeah. A couple quarters I mean, lights and we'll get you there. That, 50, 50, you, we're 50? not too far off. A lot of us are not too far off from that, man. It's what, fucking psycho. Would you listen, twenty grand. I mean, if Jenkins wants to do that, yeah. I mean I definitely a lot of money. I would definitely give it a whirl. Yeah. But <laughs> I when was the last time you skated Vert? Uh not that long ago. Okay. Right before COVID hit, okay. I was skating uh the van's outdoor ramp with Ellis a bit. Sick. And then that was right down the street from my house, which was again a great, uh, great skate park they have there. And it being where it is, dude, you walk up, you never know who's skating. Like it's trippy, dude. Wow. You know, like show up, Hasoy's like, let's do this. You Wait, know, you're like, referring to Jason Ellis? You were skating? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And he uh, has since then now. Uh, I heard he's been skating a lot. Dude, he's, he's ripping. Ripping. Yeah. Like, and when we were skating the vans was, I think he was just, just skating a little more and, mm -hmm. and he got service. Like he slammed super hard and I could tell he was like, fuck. <laughs> and now the footage I'm seeing, like he skates with Tony all the time. Yeah. Dude, he's like Sick. Ripping. He's doing some rad shit. I saw yeah, some like, clip the other day and I was like, what the Good fuck? airs, big ass front. And he was psyched. He got off his board and he was like, fuck Well, you yeah. can see yeah. Like he yeah. went from probably not skating that much and then now just loving it more than ever. I love it. And of course he's super good. So it's yeah. like, yeah. It's yeah, great to see, good, you know, like sense. people fall fully back in in love with it like that. Totally. Especially guys you've been in the trenches with. It's like so fun, you know? For sure. Yeah. And he was thriving off the board on his uh, serious yeah, radio show great. and stuff still, like that. Him and I think he's still killing it, right? He's, um, or that's I don't know if he's still... I think he does a show. He does his own show and then he does the show with Tony. Wolf or Hawk. Yes. Yeah. But he, does he still have the serious show? I'm not sure. No, he does. I think it's... The Jason Ellis show okay. is online. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, but I just watched uh, they do that Hawk versus Wolf, Wolf, right? Yeah. Where they had Hasoy on was awesome. Right. I just think we that. Get Jason Ellis on. I know. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. But he's, I, I, I want to. Something about I think his show on Sirius was like up there with Howard Stern's. I, he was number two for a while. He, yeah. I, I mean, the, the stuff he was doing on there was incredible mm -hmm. and like. You know, hearing it from the outside, like yeah. people that, you know, have nothing to do with skateboarding, like, dude, that's like their favorite radio guy. For sure. And I thought for sure, I, you know, he has that personality that not many people do sure. when it comes right. to engaging fans and just being oh, yeah. an honest fucking rad dude. Totally. And he made, he made a few appearances on Howard Stern as well. Too, I'm sure. So, yeah. 
But it sounds like, you know, if he's skating more, maybe he's happy, maybe he's doing his thing. Yeah, you know? I think he's yeah. pretty busy on both. Okay. You know, I think that... He does, uh, like, mixed martial arts, too, right? Yeah, he does. Oh, he, wow. He's fully, yeah, like, trained fighter, wow. skating, um, and then all his different, like, radio en- endeavors. He's sick. a busy dude, and he has kids as well, you know? Amazing. He's married, Damn. killing it. Yeah. So sick. But, yeah, it's great. Uh, I was so stoked to see Ellis ripping, man. man. Yeah, yeah. So year and a half two years it's been since you jumped on the vert yeah something like that um but you know uh i hope that you know i i think i was over it an hour ago but if there's a vert ramp yeah i'm down to skate (laughs) (laughs) you know i went like i said you go to the barracks you sit there it's like you can't not skate and then the next thing you know you're like dude Oh. driving home like so sore, sore. <laughs> are you what stretching are you doing anything i have fo- to you do yeah. okay yeah. i mean i am not the most flexible guy but i, I definitely have to gotta I'd at be least try jack yeah dude. get your little yeah. hamstrings going for sure because yeah, yeah. it's those little things like uh i was skating like a quarter pipe a while ago uh my daughter wanted to drop in this one park that has like a smaller quarter pipe and uh i did a front side grind and i felt something go on my calf for like a month and a half. Oh, I was man. like, Wait, you felt a little yeah. pop like, or something? Uh, it, yeah, it felt pop. like it's like a string, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it took me out for a month and a half. Not, you know, that's age. Yeah. You're like six weeks later, I'm still feeling this shit? Yeah, <gasps> it's crazy. But that's, you know, like, and some skaters don't stretch at all. Yeah, it's weird. true. Again, it's like true. if you can get, you know, out there and warm up before you skate, obviously best case scenario yeah. where your blood's yes. flowing because yeah. then everything starts to fall in line. But you know again like fucking nothing wrong with stretching no. i mean i'm sure no. those those power g turns i mean power, power uh kick turns power really, kick uh, turns yeah things can work on that work on the thighs yeah for sure <laughs> you know? determination right there mm-hmm. air no no reason for that uh, uh, these kickies are getting going uh, for sure power kick turns yeah. well anything else that we need to know about like any upcoming like madness videos or anything blind related or anything personal what do you anything we um we got going on here we just actually filmed a new thing we're doing with blind um, it's kind of like 72 hours, uh, different group of skaters, what happens happens. And just so oh. people can be part of that, you know, like mm. feel like very candid. So just have a camera on them for 72 hours. Yeah. Not just, straight, but probably. Right. Like right, just go right. out and that's okay. the time frame. Those mm. the amount of time invested that's into cool. it just to sort of see what the sessions really are like, oh. you know? And, so full and, part from TJ. Though. Yeah. <laughs> three hours. parts from yeah. TJ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All those guys, you know, but again, like I said, you get a good group of skaters together and you don't get kicked out. It's amazing what can happen. Fuck yeah. You know, especially when people are motivated. Um, And then Madness, we just did uh, Ace Pelka just turned pro. We just did Martino Cataneo's part on Thrasher, which Mm. again, I, if you haven't seen it, watch it. This dude's insane. And Trey Woods got a part coming out. And then other than that, um, I am taking my kids bmx riding they both got bmx bikes that they're psyched on they both skate but uh that's been new and uh that's pretty much it Uh, spending time with my girlfriend and her son and yeah do you build little jumps outside for the bmx or what i found a little like trail where it's kind of mountain bike but people dug them out into little doubles and i was like this is you know I, i used to bmx before i skated and it's like you know like there's 
nowadays BMX jumps are insane. You know what I mean? They're, they're really gnarly. Really? But when you get that perfect little double hump where mm-hmm. you, you can do just the middle, but if you go fast enough, you, go you get the little thing. clear. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And okay. then, you know, hopefully more skating with my kids once uh, Vans is open again because we were yeah. going there a lot. It was okay. really fun. Yeah, because you said you live nearby. Yeah. So that's a... But the outdoor one, yeah, that place looks really fun. It's great. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the coolest parks. They got you know one of the mellow, good street courses. It's not open. Yeah, um, I think it's moment? been closed. It's outdoor. I think it's been closed for a while now. Really? Um, they got like, one of those crazy big like competition style bowls, and then they got the '80s vert ramp, mm. and it's like right off the highway, so it's great. I wonder why it's still closed. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I hope. I mean, open. it was another like you know just where it is like mm. it's like you show up and you know you're like whoa there's fucking descenso there's niger there's lance mountain right there's christian asoy mm-hmm. it's just trippy you know yeah. and you go in there so and you rad. get in where you fit in yeah. like Sick. skate whatever uh and again it's just cool that there's parks like that everywhere now because it's like dude like that's where everyone's I'm good, sh- man. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we all went through not so good skate park years, and fuck yeah, no skate parks, no skate no skate parks, parks right? <laughs> yeah, Santa Barbara Powell Skate Zone was the closest. Yeah, for here, the best, yeah. absolute best, super fun. Yeah, not helmets to get to. Yeah, three hour drive each way. Yeah, well, for me, from the valley, it was like an hour and a half, for right? Like two hours, but ah, but still, back then it was forever. It was an adventure, forever, bro. No yeah, that's the whole thing. Well, Bill, dude, man, come back anytime. We would love, well, love these stories. Bro. Yeah, I'm sure we could awesome. uh, go on more penny stories, muskas, all this Goodness. stuff. But, dude, uh, muska, bro, and congrats on everything. The madness. Yeah. yeah, eighteen years of blind team managing and doing all that over there. It's incredible, bro. Yeah, no, thanks uh, again. Like, totally yeah. stoked that you guys had me. Good For to sure. see you guys, yeah. and you know, uh, just yeah, dude. Um, keep keep pushing around dude yeah everyone's keeping busy which is good Mm -hmm. thank you for what you've done for skateboarding yeah hell yeah dude thanks man i mean again it's like i said like there's there's a lot of craziness involved but just seeing kids do well is cool and it keeps me wanting to do it more yeah but just hearing you your perspective from that angle is just like really is dope because like there's not too many people that are like looking out for the younger you know what i mean and kind of guiding them in the right direction on what you shouldn't do and what you should do sure. you know what i mean i think that's mm. very from your aspect it's very genuine and very cool that you're you know thanks dude that you do that and hold that flag bro thanks man yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean it yeah it's uh i mean you probably see me passed out under a table or two like you know <laughs> yeah. it's like the streets are wild but and there's two sides to it you can have sure. fun just as long as you don't you know uh, overindulge to mm-hmm. lose yourself because sure. that's when you really get lost and then you're not in skateboarding yeah anymore. i yeah. think it's 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 just nice to be able to have someone to talk to regardless for right? sure you yeah. know for sure and not feel like I'm, I'm not here to judge anyone so it's like you know come at me with whatever and I'll listen, and if I can help, I can, and I will. There's so much talent out there, you know. So it sucks to see somebody kind of yeah, no going down to. a... And it's a hard, you know, um, once you start going, it's hard to pump the brakes sure. on that shit, man, because yeah. then life's right there, and mm. no one in the real world gives a fuck how many stairs you can ollie. Like, 
You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. When it's too, right. when it's almost too late. It's yeah, true. Mm-hmm. For sure. Put that on the resume, man. I all lead Toro. <laughs> but dude, it was so funny because we Don when you go to Soltech and uh you hang out with Don, Don's always making jokes. He's like, Oh yeah, we're gonna go to El Toro, we can check it out. And I was with like a couple of the S guys and TJ was there and I'm like I was like, the funny part is is that TJ is the only he's actually skated El Toro. Yeah. yeah. Like, Dude, he did the switch one eighty second try. Like that That's is insane. so nuts. That's because I really don't have many friends that have actually and skated I El Toro. And I filmed it so bad. <laughs> Both angles. Why sucked. why did you film it? What happened? I don't know. I put one on a tripod and he's kind of like over to one side <sighs> and the other I I didn't think he was gonna do it second try. Yeah, he just goes for it. He just went and the fucked up thing was to close out was I don't even think it phased him because the first one he did, he landed like rock solid and just leaned back. Mm. He didn't really slam and he ran up and made the next one. He was like, Oh, let's go get some other shit. And I was like, All right. <laughs> just keep it moving. Like that was nothing. But to see you know, like you, you see people skate stairs and it's like one kick out can be the worst decision of the day. Oh, yeah. Or you see someone commit every time, and next thing you know, they're chilling. Yeah. Right. You're like, fuck. Right. <laughs> Land on your board. Yeah. Comes in handy. Amazing. Yeah, your land board yeah. definitely helps. Listen, can we give you some nine club shit to take home with you? Some mugs? Please. Yeah. A couple, uh, what else do we got back there? Sweaters? Go ahead, Kelly. Yeah, what size What size you rock? You can take one of these. Um, uh, XL. Oh, there you go. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Please don't. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was just playing a, a game with my girlfriend, Mickey, and her son, and it was like a thing where you spin. Uh, uh, it was like a candy cane game, and you spin it. It's like blueberry, banana, peppermint, dirty socks, fart covered in vomit. And, like, you know, so uh, Kellen got one that was like uh, – too spicy or something and and he's like oh it's and then he's like literally bawling because you're like oh it can't be that bad and i ended up getting it i was like dude and then i got like the dirty socks one or the the shit covered in vomit one yeah and i was like i thought i was gonna throw up dude (laughs) that's how gnarly they were like horrible because they have those jelly bellies that are like you know weird yeah yeah they're not bad but they're not these were like on point where you're like you buy this on it's i don't know it was just like a a game like i said like it looks like a good idea and when you get the blueberry one it seems like a great idea these are candy canes yeah Hmm. but then they're like, candy canes yeah so and they all are the same there's only three colors right so there's yellow blue green or whatever and one says banana but the flip side is rotten cheddar or whatever oh, and you're like wow. oh yeah and they start and then you're like whoa this sucks what the fuck is it like literally angered <laughs> so yeah. like a good game regardless <laughs> yeah. but dude i was like man these fuckers really figure this stuff out fuck anything disgusting i don't know dude. why hot or disgusting people love it dude. dude they fucking love it yeah these things are a treat i'll tell you that oh god bill you i'm stay kind of away from those bro yeah dude if you no, thought if the candy cane, if you can't handle like these, spice, or yeah, if the like candy cane, oh, I can do it, but yeah, that's not yeah. that's. If the candy cane was bad, then stay away from. No, that they can't. That's thing. two different things. I think we're te- this is hot shit. No, right. but you said shit. that the candy cane was hot too. But also, spicy. no, I'm assuming that this is on a different level. hundred percent. Oh, that right. don't do that, please. Yeah. Yeah. Never, don't ever do that. Yeah. Is it just a pepper or a chip? It's a chip. It's a chip. It's one chip, and it'll ruin your night. Yeah. I've wa- we've watched we've our watched friends. it happen several several <laughs> times. We've had Not the kind of thing you pop in before LA night traffic. 
No. Oh, no. You know, I don't think you would want... hate. That would be the I mean, worst. I had, we've ever. had Justin do it. Justin Eldridge. We've had uh, Robert Neal, and we had Boo Johnson, and they all had an experience. It's good. They handled it well, but the aftermath of their stomach is oh. where it really. Yeah, I think. Well, that's I understand the concept of yeah. hot food and the digestive system, but <laughs> I will keep you posted. Oh, you're gonna keep it? Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. certainly not powering one down okay. with an empty can. No, of no, no. <laughs> you're good. You're good. Let alone no Coors Light in sight. <laughs> Bill, bro. Dude, good to a, see you, bro. Yeah. Listen, if you, if you can give a couple of beers, if you had a couple of beers and took that down, that would be one of the funnest. Do it naked. Like fuck a, it. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm naked. just driving home naked. Do it on TikTok. <laughs> Listen, before we go, here's a nine club mug to take home. That's us as burning, uh, burning skulls After and stuff. After the chip. That's that, yeah. right? The burning mug. I don't fuck with I'm this. marketing. I I can't even do tapatio. Listen, here's a morning wood candle. It's Roger's morning wood. It smells like his. Uh, nice. Smells yeah. Delicious. It does smell delicious. And um, we did a collab with the belt company. These are great belts. They're called Grip Six. Good All belts. Right. Good belts. I wear mine every I'll day. I put these on my blind jeans. Hey, there you go. There you go. Hey. And also a couple shirts here. We got the skaters supporting skaters. Gotta kind of our that. little motto there. You know what I'm saying? Right up your alley. And uh, 1,000. Jerron coined the term on one episode of uh, the Experience Show. He said it about 1,000 times. And Dude. so 1,000 turned into 1,000. Honored Dude. to rep this. Thank bro. you. Oh, yeah. And uh, some Nine Club stickers, bro. All right. Next time. If you do the 540, maybe slap one of those on your ass so we get a little photo oh. hey. hey. Yeah. Never short of a good idea, man. <laughs> <laughs> dude, thanks so much for coming. Hey, hell yeah, dude. Appreciate it. Thank you, Bill. Bro.